do it. Hello, General Kenobi. Ororo, Charles. You do not know what it takes to win a war, but I do. Live in on the end of a lightning bolt. Yeah, yeah. Again with gas. Desk is too small. <laughs> Something I had a good thing going here, and now I don't know how I was comfortable, and now it's this is all fucked. <laughs> how's it going? Ugh. All right, how's it going? Walls are closing in on us. Yeah, it's getting a little cramped in here. Yeah, not really though. Good, though. I think it actually feels a lot spacier than it did about a month ago. Absolutely. But the desk is small. Yeah, and I got a lot of. Where'd that go? Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> I think we're good. How's it going? Good. Welcome to the Clone Cast. Welcome to the Clone Cast. What we do here is... Oh, I'm Tom. I'm Adam. What we do here is we're watching that game... Rebel Show in chronological order. Uh, today's episode is season one, episode 13. Call to action. Um, Boy, so, and that one starts off with a bang. Yeah, that one is... Uh, yeah, like I said, we're cooking with gas. Yeah. This is um, so what we typically do is bullshit for 20 to 40 minutes. Yeah, Lately, it's been right going episode, a yeah. lot longer than that. And then after that, we get right on in there. Yeah, last episode, I don't know what came over what us. What happened? I have no <laughs> How idea. Did we talk for that long? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> but ridiculous. it was almost three hours long. Was that our longest one? I'm trying to think. I think it is. Okay. I don't know. Maybe one of the bigger Clone Wars ones, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was up there. That's your big boy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So we're going to bullshit for a little bit, and then we get right in there. Yeah, so what's going on here? What's up? Uh, not much. This whole desk is fucking me up. <laughs> so I do this. Ooh, how's that? That looks good. Let me take my hat off. All right. Yeah. Better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. I'm all out of sorts right now. <laughs> um. Yeah, so the plan is we're going to record this, and then we're going to do a Crystal Crisis commentary. I think we're going to break it up into four parts. Yeah, just so we don't have, like, one giant Yeah, because the episode will be, like, episode. five hours long then. So, um, I don't know. we got to get high more than once then, but whatever, I guess. You know. <laughs> it is what it is. Twist my arm. That way, if we, you know, if we take an edible today and we get too high... We can We at least understand. Yeah, it. we can fine-tune and maybe cut a piece in half or something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Or if we don't get high enough. <laughs> yeah. Double down. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't had one yet, so I'm not sure. No, let the great experiment begin. Man, we need that drop. <laughs> yeah, we do. What was he talking about when that happened? Uh, <laughs> him and Lindsay were going to uh, do experiment with Paul E. Amory. Oh, that's right. He was right. talking about his clients. He was like, it's a They're going to very... do an open relationship. Yeah, he was yeah. like, and Michael asked, hey, does that ever work? And he's like, no, I've had clients that do it before. It's a very sad, uh, sad thing that couples do. They they try very hard to experiment to try to make it work, even though they can't see for themselves that it won't ever work. Yeah. And then they pause. And then he's like, but it might work for us. <laughs> and then Lindsay comes back after five minutes and she's like, hey, I got a date. And then he's like, let the great experiment begin. 
Oh, Tobias. God, oh, great show. A really great show. Um, yeah, so I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, it's been like a week or so. I see you got R2 all set up now. Oh, he's been built. <laughs> yeah. He's a handsome fella. <laughs> yes, he is. He looks really good. Um, yeah, he satiated the Lego bloodlust. Um, <laughs> yeah, how's that going? <laughs> not good. You still eyeing up that ghost? Oh, God, I've been staring at so many ghosts this week. <laughs> yeah. So many ghosts. Uh, let's just get right into it, I guess. You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Now, come on, get to it. We have lots of that. Nothing can make me change my mind. You'll have to sell your speeder. I would like to see the baby. My collection. Okay. Yeah, so, um... I uh, went ahead and I built the R2-D2. Uh, it's not a UCS, but... Still got a plaque. It's got a plaque and it's got a UCS vibe to it. It looks very... It's a dashing little fellow. Yeah. He's got a little lightsaber holder that you can pop out of his head. And he's got um, his little gadgets come out of the front. You can push a little button in the back and the gadgets come out. He's a, he's a, he's a dynamic machine. It looks like a fun build. It was, but I got... I got into like the last four bags and I was like, this isn't feeling right. I was like, something's off. So I literally like went four steps back, like ripped the thing apart. It was frustrating. Yeah. As all hell. It's not an easy set to dismantle. When they do have like moving parts like that, it gets a little complicated. Yeah. And the picture is when you're going through the manual, I was like, okay, yeah, that looks right. But if you're even slightly off, like good night, yeah, you know, yeah. it's fucked. And by the time you realize it, you got to go way back. Yeah. And so it was frustrating on a certain level. But, yeah, I mean, I was having a lot of fun with the build until that point. But I was able to dismantle it and figure out what the heck was going on. And then uh, but I still didn't completely correct it, but I corrected it. So it's functional. Those Lego sets, those particular ones, not the UCS, but like the smaller ones that come with a plaque. When I first got into Legos, I loved those ones. I think I got the BB-8 one and uh, they said they had a Porg, too. When... You got the Porg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that Porg costs a pretty penny nowadays. Oh, really? There's a plaque for the Porg? Yeah. What does it say? Not like Porg. Home Planet. That's <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love the plaques. Yep. In fact, for my uh, 20th anniversary Slave 1, I'm going to order a special plaque for it. You can get them on like eBay for like five bucks. Yeah. Stickers, and then I'll just make a plaque for it. Um, Yeah. So it's all very exciting. But and that's a the, fun little gadget. They do have the... Uh, I still don't have the Do, but it would be nice to get the Do with BB-8 and R2. I think you'd still get the Do for a relatively decent price. Yeah, I don't think it's spiked yet. No, I it just got retired. You could probably even you might even trip across it in a store if they yep. haven't. You know, I know Barnes and Noble. I saw one about a month ago. Yeah, and then they also the one that's coming out is the one from Fallen Order. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Yeah, there's that a lot of shit dropping. Droid. That's in like a week. There's a bunch of sets releasing in a week. Um. The Inquisitor ship from Obi Wan Kenobi. Are you, um, are you planning on picking any up? Oh, <laughs> uh, make do. Um, there's also the. Uh, it's like a battle set. No, it's not a battle set. It's like a play set, but it's got Kenobi, Vader. It's got um, Tala. Oh yeah, and it's got Ned B. Ned B. Yeah, <laughs> Ned B. Ned B. Would be the only reason I got that set. And the problem is that's going to be your Ned B. Exclusive for your minifig, and it is an overpriced set. Yeah, it's like it's a little play set that's probably two hundred fifty pieces. I mean, you get four minifigs. I mean, some of the minifigs. I mean, Tal, I do want that minifig, 
But like the Vader and Kenobi one, I got how many of those fucking yeah, minifigs? Yeah. Um, and the set itself, there's not much there. No, there's not. But you got to get Ned B and Tala. So that's, but it is overpriced. But then the Inquisitor ship, you get the newer Kenobi minifig. Yep. You get a Grand Inquisitor. You get a Reva. You get, I think, uh, one of the other Inquisitors. I think Fifth Brother comes with that one too. Yeah, yeah. Raiden Head. Um, yeah, that's a good set. That's that's the one that I'm excited about. That, that one's expensive though. That one costs like 160 bucks, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, 120 maybe. Well, also coming out on the first is the Justifier, which is an absolute must-have. Or no, that's the one I'm thinking of. That's uh, well, one either the Inquisitor ship is 120, and then I think the Justifier is 160. The Justifier, that's uh, that's Cad Bane, Cad ship Bane from ship. the Bad yeah. Batch, because that one's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and that one's coming with. Um, what does it come with? It comes Cad Bane. I think it comes with Omega. Hunter. It's a Hunter? I think Hunter, yeah. Okay. There's a Hunter. And then uh, what's his face? Seth Green's character. Yeah. Toto. Toto. It's got a little Toto. Um, so, yeah, there's some big sets. There's an Andor set dropping next week, too. Um, it's like an Imperial Transport of some kind, I believe. Ah, okay. Um, with a speeder bike. So you can get your Andor minifig. You can get your Stellan Skarsgård minifig. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the character he's playing as the show is not released yet. But... That's coming up soon. That's in like a month. Uh, but that set will release in a week. Yeah. So next week's a big week for Lego drops. Um, and they are they have announced the UCS Razorcrest yes. coming out this fall, which is like 6,000 pieces. Something like so, that, yeah. which yep. is a lot of pieces. I mean, the Star Destroyer is about 6.7K pieces. Um, and the UCS Falcon is going to cost 550. Okay. Which for the amount of pieces, Razor usually not Falcon. Oh yeah, Razor. I wish the I wish yeah, the Falcon yeah. was five fifty. Yeah, yeah. Everything would be sitting here right now. That thing's gonna be the size of the Republic gunship. Yeah, it'd be about that size, yeah. I think. But yeah, that for the amount of pieces, it's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, like I said, the the Star Destroyer is seven hundred bucks, and so it's about the same piece count as the Star Destroyer, but it's one hundred fifty dollars cheaper. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's still a pretty penny, though, and it's something that you got to really think about before you drop that money. Yeah. But oh, And those ghosts that you were looking at, they range from the size of that Star Destroyer. So with the ghost, and I am, I am on some sort of... <laughs> sorry, I'm really... I'm really... Ho- I'm hogging this segment right now, but i got a lot of stuff to say about LEGO, I guess, today. Um, I have been staring at various mock um, builds of the ghost, custom builds. Um, I've been staring at... You know, like, oh, maybe I'll buy this set that is like 75% complete and then I'll fill in the pieces as I go. I'm trying to get a ghost, especially after this episode that we're going to review. Like, I'm all in on Rebels now. So, (laughs) like, I went on Etsy, which is fucking great, by the way. I I wish I had been doing this for months. I got, if you see there, look under the, do you see him? Yep. So I got like a Zeb minifig, I got a Sabine minifig, I got a Thrawn, I got a Darth Malgus. I did order a uh, Hera, but it came without the head. Oh. So uh, I sent in, a, I'm sure they'll send me one yeah. out. But um, yeah, and they're like, if I was to buy an official Lego one of like a Hera, it'd be like 50 bucks. Yeah. I got like a Hera and a Zeb for eight bucks and they look really good. They look exactly like them. Yeah. I mean, when you hold them and you touch the, like the, the official leg ones, there's a bit of a different feel to them. They're a little more kind of hard not as smooth i guess you could say but they look just like them so i'm kind of coming to the realization like i'll just i'll be i'll be a frugal yeah with my ghost crew build 
because it is so expensive, man. Well, also, there's like, I think I've brought it up before, there's knockoff Lego brands. Like, you can get them the same places you, you, the sites that you buy, like, knockoff jerseys from China. Like, you're buying directly from the manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah, there's a site called DHgate. That's where I get all my jerseys. You can buy, there's a knockoff Chinese Lego brand called Lepin, and it's, like, exactly the same. Like, they look almost identical to the Lego sets, and, like... But I've read reviews of them, and they're still pricey. So, like, the UCS Falcon, the Lego one retails for, like, 800 bucks. The Lepin one, I think, is, like, 300 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the big difference is, like, they don't have the little nubs on the pieces don't say Lego yeah. or Lepin. They just, I think, are blank. And I think I've read a couple of things online where people have been like, oh, no, they're just as good like they they look great they're awesome and then i've read other ones i've where, was like this doesn't stay together very well you gotta pop they're popping the, off and stuff the like, other thing is like if you let it be i've read that they'll like pieces will just start popping off and stuff they don't <laughs> stay locked yeah, together I the found, way that uh, legos do a brand called mold king yeah um and they got like a website it's definitely from china it's like where it's they're trying to be you know they write in english and everything but you can just tell like something's not right <laughs> You know, it's like when I'll match with one of the spam accounts on Tinder just to have fun. And it's like, it's some like guy in the Philippines. And (laughs) it's like, I want to have sex with you. You (laughs) Send me your Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) I just need money to get there. You know, like something like that, you know. Yeah. But um, they have a go set that looks nice. It looks great. But I just the reviews were like. It's like flip a coin. Yeah. Some people were really happy with it, and some were just like, yeah, the, you know, the, uh, the hyperdrive nacelles keep falling off yep. or something. And it's just like, I. No, so, your, your best bet is getting the mock and then buying the pieces individually. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. There's like three different mocks. I mean, I could just. You have the instructions for the ghost, right? Yeah, but you can just get them online. I know. I know. But I don't. I, I, no, they didn't come. Or no, I. Or wait. No, I don't have the instructions for the Phantom. I do for the Ghost. Okay. Well, I mean, I can either just get the pieces for that. It's a smaller build. That's like 900 and some pieces. Yeah. It's cool. It's functional. Um, And then I could just, you know, get the generic minifigs that I've been getting yeah. um, to round out the crew. Or go all out. There's another step up, which is like a four, 4.5K piece set. Which is still functional, but it's big. It's probably the size of, I would say, probably the gunship. Yeah. Pretty big. It's pretty big. And um, that's the one that I was really staring down. You can get the instructions for like 30 bucks, but then you got to take the parts list, get all the parts, and then you can start building the damn thing. So there's that one. And then the next one up, which is just a mammoth, just masterpiece. (laughs) It's 13,000 pieces, which is... I think the biggest Lego set ever was the Titanic set, yeah, yeah. which might be 7,000. So it's almost like double the size of your largest Lego sets. And it is minifig scale, too. Yeah, and that's what they went for. So it's literally you, your ghost, your minifig is actually to scale of the ghost. Yeah. So it's like a full-size Lego ship. Um, And so that is like, oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to spend like two cra- I'm not doing that one. <laughs> I don't even know where you put that thing. It's huge. That's for like, That would take up more room than the Star Destroyer. That is for, like, if you own a comic book store or a high-end collectible store, you yeah. get that for your store and, like, put it under glass. Yes. 
And that's what the draw is. People come from to the metro area to it. look at it. Yeah, it's the uh, Batman uh, statue in the Hot Comics in Richfield. Yeah. that uh, The Azrael Batman. Yeah, or the IG-11 at Nerd and Out yeah. in Invergrove Heights. It's impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. Uh, but that one's a uh, no. Not going to happen. That's too fucking big. Yeah. You know, and plus $2,000 or the fit pieces. In this room. Oh, I mean, yeah, you'd have to clear out like both those tables right there. Yep. It'd be cool. Yeah, it would be <laughs> really it cool be. to look at, but um, no. Nah. So I think I, I don't know. I'm leaning towards either getting just a used Lego, official Lego one, um, or building the 4.5K. You've been apprehensive about used sets, but I'm telling you, once you buy a used set and you like take it apart and rebuild it, like you, you're gonna go down that rabbit hole then, because they're Ooh. so much cheaper. I like the rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah. I like getting lost, man. I know. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Tom in Legoland. That could be a Ithorian historian. Write a novel. Tom in <laughs> Legoland. Tom in Lego Wonderland. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I got the itch though. Yeah, it's it's ripping at my soul. Yeah, I'm so depressed. <laughs> I'm so depressed that this all I have. Right now, for excitement, is that this is fun. We do this once a week. Um, I eat food a lot. I've been <laughs> eating a lot. Um, and then I also uh, buy things. Oh, speaking of which, uh, so we have a vegetable garden in our backyard, and we got more cucumbers and zucchinis than we know what to do with. So mm -hmm. I brought you a cucumber. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Will cucumber. you enjoy that? I didn't know if you like I'll will know what up. to do with I'll it. I'll dice so. it up. All right. I'll dice it. <laughs> put, it put some tzatziki on that guy. I'll uh, I'll cook the cucumber. Cooked cucumber? You ever had cooked cucumber? No. I haven't either. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen it, though, where like, you, you can... Uh... Zucchini, you cook it, and it tastes lovely. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was yeah. thinking of zucchini. I get the zucchini and the cucumber. They'll mix yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Cucumber, you chop yeah. up, put it on a salad. I don't know. Maybe one of the clone Casanovas out there has cooked a cucumber before. Yeah. I'm obviously not a cook. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. It was what I am. No, you chop it up, put it in some dill dip. It's delicious. All right. Yeah. I'll give it a whirl. Maybe the cucumber, you know, you've you've multiple times derailed my healthy eating. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this no, is the time they the right track yeah. just by unloading zucchini. Yeah, this is Adam finally you. paying it forward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, you mentioned that yeah. last time and I never followed up with you, but you said that after I leave, typically you've had a couple of beers and then you just eat like shit and it's late at night. Yeah. What do you no, end up eating? Not that night. The next day, though, I ate like shit. <laughs> And I had been doing good, and that's my current cycle. I go, like, two weeks of eating good, I'll drop, like, 10 pounds, and then I'll have a week where it's just awful because I'll have a few beers or something. Like, there's no indulgence for me. It's either... I'm, it's, I'm, I'm either, like, a fucking, like, monk with my diet, and it's like, nope, I can only eat the chicken, I have this many calories, blah, blah, blah. There's no, like... Okay, you can go out and enjoy yourself for a night, and then, no, that, like, unlocks the beast. Yeah, you need to fine-tune it, and you need to I be okay yeah. with just a little bit. I, I don't know how. That's how I've, like, like, that's how I've controlled my drinking to this point, is I never want to get it to the point where I have to stop. Yeah. So that's how I'm able to, like, like have two drinks a night, and then just be like, I don't need any more. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I used to do it, though, because I used to be in, like, great shape, and I still had a life back then. Now I don't do shit, and I eat like shit. Yeah. Now would be the time where it would be really easy for me, you know, so I don't fucking know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Did the Authorian Historian send us something this week? If I if you did, I think he did, 
he's been really on one with sending stuff and i feel like i'm missing something um let's see here did he send us something i can't remember i don't know are you uh, good, he'll are, let us know are you gonna go to legoland for the new release i don't know I don't know. Are they going to give... Oh, out- also coming out on the first is uh, Obi-Wan's Jedi Starship, his Interceptor. Oh, that's right. Um, that one I have pre-ordered. Are they uh, doing a free set? Because sometimes they'll do that on the release yeah, day. I don't think so. Um, if they are, I don't think it's Star Wars themed. Okay. So it's like, I don't know. There's probably like some like back-to-school bunny or something like that. <laughs> like, oh, you you spent $700. Here's a here's a 50-piece back-to-school bunny. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. they got a little pencil. You know, it's like, <laughs> this thing sucks. They're just sitting down there. <laughs> I'll scrap them for parts. Yeah, I've gotten that, like, I've taken a big step back from buying, like, Legos and Black Series and stuff, but I have, uh, I've been eyeing up those omnibuses after buying that one. Oh, <laughs> Oh, they are nice. They but, are nice. So I've gotten, since buying that one, I said a shitload of price alerts. So I got X-Men Volume 1, X-Men Volume 2, and then I pre-ordered the Spider-Man 1 that came out this last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've gotten them, a couple of them from Amazon, and they like, the first X-Men and the Spider-Man that came, they're still great shape. Like I showed you that that X Man, like it just had like a slight. Are you still crease ruminating in the on center. that crease? There's just like one or two things off, and like the Spider Man one is, it's still in good shape, but it looks like one of the corners got kind of like hit. That's just a that's just books, man. I know that that wouldn't be considered a major flaw. But this is where my OCD is. Yeah. Well, the thing is though, like if you went to Barnes and Noble or something and bought it, there's a good chance it that happened to it in shipping to there too. Yeah. Like, to find a pristine, pristine, even a hardcover book, is, especially with the material they use for those omnibus, because they use, like, a glossy cover. Yeah. It's glossy. It, it looks good. Yes, I know. But it doesn't hold up as well as, I like, a realize, standard paper. Cover. I realize I am being irrational, but this is where my... <laughs> oh, no, I get it. Lie. I told you the story about when I bought Mortal Kombat 2 when I finally found a used <laughs> copy. Yeah. And the guy, like, I was like, yeah, I'll take the Mortal Kombat 2. And I handed him the thing. And, he, like, he, you know, he pulled it out on their counter, put it in the box, you know. And I look at the box, and it was just, like, one corner of the Super Nintendo box was all just mashed and mangled. And so I was like, <sighs> got it home. I just, like, put it next to my Mortal Kombat 1 and my other video games. And it just, like, <laughs> this was, like, when my OCD was, like, manif- beginning to <laughs> yeah, manifest. Yeah, and, like, yeah. you know, we didn't know what was wrong with me. I just, I had to take it back. <laughs> Just a mess. That was a loser. Uh, um, yeah, but God, those yeah. things, they're expensive. Have you read them shit, yet? they are great. I started, like, just <laughs> leafing through and reading. Leafing. I didn't sit down and read it yet. But, okay. Well, um, but, know. God, they're, like, the paper quality is great. Steve at uh, Cedar Cliff, a couple of weeks ago when I was talking to him about the omnibuses, he was saying that they, one of the reasons why they're so expensive is they're, like, the paper quality I guess they're printed in Canada and they're all like union like shops that are like printing them. And so Steve was like, yeah, well, I mean, God love unions, but you pay for them. I was like, yeah, all right. But it's quality craftsmanship. It is. There you go. Got to unionize. They're fine books. Yeah. Power to the people. Yeah. Um, I thought I had something else. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Um, We did get a letter from Lorna. Yes. Out Ireland way. Um, and it is a doozy. It's a hell of a letter. 
there's a lot to unpack and so we're gonna i think we're gonna save it for the next record um this one because i don't know we're, we're gonna see how how long we go with the commentary i mean i guess it's a set time it's, it's our first time kind of tacking it on at the end yeah, so, so um we will be doing we're saving lorna's and i i honestly like i want to give lorna like a you know, we have various people. Like, we had Jaylee was the official artisan of the pod. Where's Jaylee? Jaylee, are you out there, by the way? Yeah. I miss Jaylee. I mean, Jaylee not... stepped away from Twitter, which is a very healthy thing to do. That was the last we heard of her. Um, we did reach out to her. Yep. Um, so she may still be listening, um, just not on Twitter yeah. anymore. Um, but, yeah, we've always had, like, um, you know, uh, Eliza is the, you know, the official librarian of the pod. Is Depressed Kenobi back online yet? No, I miss her so much. Okay. I tweeted that I miss Depressed Kenobi more than the historian, historian <laughs> Mrs. Mikkel Sumani, um, who, if you don't know who that is, that's the Authorian Jedi in the High Republic era that died when he crashed into a cafe <laughs> <laughs> on Valo. <laughs> He's the Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like Lorna is going to be like our official medical doctor. Lorna. Is a doctor. <laughs> There's somebody who went to med school. She that gave us a rundown on some of the questions we yeah. had. Now, uh, Laura um, from the Jar Jar Thinks Pod also is going to be a doctor. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we got some bright minds yeah. out there. Um, but, yeah, so I, we do have, like, the whiskey in the jar drop, but I want to add some, like, medical undertones to it. <laughs> the official doctor of the pod. Um. But Lorna did a great job of breaking down like Wellbutrin versus Zoloft, and yeah, yeah we were just talking what they out of our ass. Do. Yeah, 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 we don't know what we're talking about. We're fucking idiots. Um, but yeah, so that will be on the next episode. So we really appreciate hearing from Lorna. Um, I thought I had something else. I don't know what I got. It's a big episode. We could just get into it. Uh, well, we got to do a couple things first. Yeah. Should we do these couple things first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 the clone cast, clone cast, a nova tweet of the week. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So we got a few tweets. Uh, I haven't been on Twitter a ton this week, um, but, you know, I got a couple here. Um, I don't think I read this one last time. No, I'm positive I didn't because it was from July 22nd. Um, so here's our first one. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm going to read three tweets, and then Adam is going to pick the winner for the Clone Castanova Tweet of the Week. Um, Garrick is like, I don't know, we've done this ten times now maybe or something, and Garrick's probably won seven. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here uh, is the first one. We don't, you know, okay. So, wow, this Twitter bot posts your family's old vacation photos where your father's penis is clearly visible through his shorts. <laughs> so that's one. <laughs> I quite like that one. Um, let's see. Here's another one. Uh, on Sunday mornings, we should all gather to sing Star Wars themes and hand Pop-Tarts to each other, <laughs> which I thought was fun. Uh, and then that we would got be my more. version of church. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be a great... That's that's what I call a Sunday service. Yeah. Serving each other Pop-Tarts and singing Star Wars things. Um, and then also we have, how can they call themselves the greatest generation when, of these mother when none of these motherfuckers ate ass? <laughs> um, 
So those are your three options. Which one do we got? I think you know which one I'm going with. Which one? Number three. That's me. <laughs> I did it! <laughs> I won. That's a great tweet. Thank you. Yeah. 22 likes. <laughs> uh, the first one was Garrick, of course. Um, Garrick also had some more really good... Um, being crushed in various ways and destroyed, uh, which is always fun yep. to listen to. Just getting grinded up. <laughs> and then the second was Sam Porg. Um, Sam Porg, um, famed socialist Sam yes. Porg, uh, really bringing the community together to hand Pop-Tarts to each other. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. The world would be a better place if we all handed each other Pop-Tarts. God, but I really got to rebuild that Porg now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, like, I need to go in a bunch of the sets. How many pieces is the Porg? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up. A bunch of the sets that I did build in Chicago, I took apart when I moved back here. So they're all sitting in storage. <laughs> the box is hilarious. I know, isn't it? <laughs> I know. 811 pieces. Okay, I'm looking at the Porg plaque. Oh, the Porg minifig is delightful. Yeah. Uh, it says Home Planet, Octo, which is uh, from The Last Jedi and the end of Force Awakens. Habitat, Coastal Cliffs, um, Attributes. <laughs> it does have action, too. I think you pull on its tail and it opens its mouth. Yeah, like the mouth yeah, yeah, is yeah. open on the box and then it's closed in the picture. I'm looking at it. Uh, attributes, Webbed Feet, Waterproof Feathers. Um, natural curiosity. A curiosity got a few of those killed by Chewie. Yeah. You know, hey, who's this guy? Yeah. And the next thing you know, they're getting roasted. That was a wild scene that they put that in. Yeah. Like Chewie cooking one as two were looking on. Yeah. A diet small fish, color varieties, gray, white, brown, orange. Um, you do know why they put the porks in the movie in the first place, right? Did you ever hear that story? Uh, they cute things. Well, no, the the island that they were shooting on, I think it's somewhere off the coast of England or Scotland. Um, but the island that they actually sh filmed at was like infested with puffins, and so they couldn't they couldn't count on being able to get shots without puffins in the background. Uh huh. So they created this species called porgs because they kind of look like puffins. Sure. So on the off chance there was puffins in the background, you could just write them off as like, oh, those are porgs in the background. Ah, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, the Chewy scene is wild. Um, and I love how Chewy went through the business of killing the porg, roasting it. It looks very. It looks like a rotisserie chicken that you get at the grocery oh, store. Oh, yeah. It, it looks, looks delicious. succulent. Yeah. And he's about to bite into it. And the other poor, you know, they start crying, you know, and like all of a sudden Chewy feels bad. It's like, okay, Chewy, you're probably famished. Yep. You've already gone this far. You're just killed that thing for no reason if you're not going to eat it. Um, you're just a murderer. <laughs> it would be hilarious if he, he he like decided I can't do this. He set the thing down, and then those two porgs that were looking on just Came devoured just, it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're just ravenous cannibals. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, here's another. Oh, I already sent you that one. That's fine. But yeah, I got that one. I need I need to rebuild the slave one and bring that guy in. Oh, yeah, because you want to take that picture. I got Krennic ship too. I, I'll get another even smaller slave one. I'll get one of the, like, the little oh, yeah. tinfoil yep. pack ones, and then we can line them all up and take a hell of a portrait mode picture. <laughs> oh, I did order a Canaan minifig uh, from Poland mm. that comes in a tinfoil pack. I'm very excited about that. Got a decent deal on it. 12 bucks. Nice. Plus shipping from Poland. It's like 7 bucks. Poland. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's your tweet of the week. Uh, should we do the time warp? Yes. All right, let's get into it. Bye. 
Chibata bread. Okay. So, uh, season one, episode 13, Call to Action, aired February 9th, 2015. Um, so, I actually got, somehow I got the movies out of her last week. Fifty Shades of Grey was like a couple weeks later. Oh, really? I, don't, I read it wrong. But we do have a new movie this week, regardless. Um, it is uh, still number one song, obviously, is uh, Uptown Funk. Still yeah, that one's terrorizing Earth. Going to be running for a couple of yeah, seasons. It will take us to the end of this season. Um, who knows? It might even take us to the start of the next season. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, we have a new number one movie, and this is a hit Nickelodeon show. I think it's the second film. Really? Big time. Nickelodeon show from our childhood or Nickelodeon show little, from... We, I think it, we just missed the boat on it. Uh, it is it is the most meme show of all time. Most meme show of all time? The most meme show of all time. What was the date again? February 9th, 2015. Can you give me any other clues? I'm drawing a blank. Takes place in the sea. Oh! The SpongeBob movie. Yeah, this is the SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. There was another SpongeBob movie like seven years before yeah. that, too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, this is Sponge Out of Water. Yeah, and that is... like SpongeBob did come out... That was after at least my time being a kid and watching Nickelodeon. Yeah. But being like, I remember being like, I don't know, 22 and like just catching an episode while I was like yeah. channel flipping and being like, this is actually really funny. Yeah. No, I've watched a few episodes, but it was like slightly after my time when it started. Yeah. But I was I, really I was a it. big uh, Rocco's Modern Life guy. Okay, I loved that show. And yeah. I think a lot of the same writers like went over. Okay, yeah. Tom Kenny also who voices SpongeBob voices uh, I forget his name, but that weird detective guy on Coruscant. Oh yeah, lazy detective guy. That yeah. reminded me of John Lovitz with the comb over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll go look. You know, like, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that's your number one movie uh, in America. On- February 9th, 2015. Um, my song is the, probably the worst selection I've ever made. Um, I tripped across it when I was in my just listening to old Nintendo songs and stuff phase uh, recently. I went through when I was just kind of like bored. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Uh, yeah. Now, this song, it's easily the worst song I've ever chose, but I don't care. It's very repetitive, and I don't care. But when I was a kid, when I would play this game, I would leave it on this screen and just like let it play in the background while I cleaned my room or did whatever chores I had to do. Um, this is the Mega Man X boss selection screen music. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a listen. Oh! something very comforting about old video game music seriously if i ever if i'm ever like super stressed at work i will just find youtube channels yeah nothing but old video game music oh yeah that's what i'll put on i don't know it's just, it takes me back to a simpler time yeah 
Uh, if you're going to play Mega Man X, the correct boss order is start with Chill Penguin. <laughs> Chill <laughs> Penguin. Some of those Donkey Kong Country songs. Oh God, ridiculous! The donkey, the theme song is insane. Yeah. Uh, there's also the one song. What is it called? Um, Gangplank Galleon. Gangplank. Plank Galleon. Uh, oh, that's a I good one. The underwater the uh, aquatic ambiance oh, is the yes. underwater one, and then Minecart yeah. Madness. The, oh yeah, that thing is nuts. Yeah, um, Mega Man for me is the best soundtracks. And it's, we, it's it's just every Mega Man song is a banger. We've talked about it before, but that is one game for whatever reason I never cross paths with. It's too bad, man. It is a huge blank spot. In it's my a great experience. series. Um, but also Nintendo sixty four. I mean, obviously Ocarina of Time has a lot of bangers. Yep. Um, Zelda but, is the one I constantly yeah. go back to. Mario 64, though. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, what is it? It's like the underwater one. Gosh, why am I drawing a blank of what it's called? Uh, uh, dry Dock. Dry Dock, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's so good. God, it's so calming and great. Um, uh, the Penguin Race theme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, it's a miracle I turned out as okay as I did when how many times I dropped that baby penguin off the side of the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my child. So you're like, oh, okay. And you just drop it off the cliff. Uh, but yeah, so that's the Mega Man X, the first Mega Man X game for Super Nintendo. That is the boss select screen. Once nice. again, if you're going to go do that, start with Chill Penguin. It's the easiest route. Okay. Uh, you got a song. You want to you say anything about it? You want to just get into it? Oh, I think you know what it is. Do I? I think so. Just hit the button. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh! Oh! It's a fucking masterpiece. How many times have you sent this to me in the last few days? I love sending it to you. It's just out of nowhere. <laughs> Has it grown on you at all? I like it. Oh, it's a great song. I've gotten you to come around on Phil Collins as an artist. No, I do like this song. Yeah. I just, I'm not on the same level as you. I guarantee it's one of those songs we've talked about before. Whatever reason, I've been obsessed with it. I'll take a break. Two weeks later, I'll come back and be like, oh, okay, it's a 7 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. This is off the Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Son of Man by Phil Collins. That soundtrack is great. Yeah, it is. It's all Phil. It's all Phil. See, uh, You'll Be In My Heart, I feel, is a better song. I I agree, but this one, for whatever reason. You oh, know what else is a good one? Trashing on trash the Camp. <laughs> you know that one? With, it's like with NSYNC. Yeah. And it's like just all Akadoom. Yep. They're all scat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love a good scat. God, I love when they were just like, they'd get an artist and be like, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Like, do some weird shit. We'll put it on the soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, Lion King was Elton John and Tim Rice. Yeah. Yep. Interesting combo. Um, but yeah, I never got... Tarzan was also a little past my time. Yep. Like Lion King, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. That was like my wheelhouse yeah, yeah, yeah. for those types of Beauty movies. And the Beast. But I will say the Tarzan soundtrack kind of draws you in. Yeah. It's a good one. It was It was like it came out in the 90s when we were just hitting that... 99? It was hitting that age as boys where it was like, nope. no, I can't watch a Disney movie. Yeah. And then looking back on it, there are some things that age it. Like when he's sliding on the vines, and they're like very influenced by like rollerbladers. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> There's something about the 90s that there he's was doing the strange... The, like, he was doing the backwards, like yeah. cr crisscross. There's something about the 90s that like rollerblades owned the 90s. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, they're still a thing. But, like, for some reason in the 90s, like, rollerblades got incorporated into so much media. Yeah. I used to remember, like, Mighty Ducks. They're on the rollerblades getting chased through Minneapolis. It yeah. was, like, a big scene or whatever. I... But it's literally, like, a fucking 10-minute rollerblade action scene. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. So, uh, shout out to Rollerblades. Rollerblades. The official. I like. I like the official Rollerblade brand. When's the last time you rollerbladed? Twenty <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's people that do it. I mean, I know. The lake. People are rollerblading yeah. around. Um, some people really dig the rollerblades. What can I say? God, going to a roller rink when you were younger? Even, like, on ESPN2 on, like, a Friday night at, like, midnight, you would see, like, some rollerblade hockey league. Yeah. Like, and it's in, it's on, like, the beachfront in, like, you know, Long Beach yep. or something, and there's, like, just, like, bored spectators there. <laughs> but, like, they got it on ESPN2 because they got to have programming. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Have you ever been, so, talking about roller rinks reminded me of the arcade games that you would play there too like that's where i first played like that x-man like four person arcade children game. of the atom yeah yeah and then the simpsons one was similar teenage yep. mutant ninja turtles had one aladdin's I went, castle i went to a place recent just last week with some friends that i hadn't seen it for a while uh wondering if you had been have you been to can can wonderland locally yes it's something it is it's and it, yeah but it's got. It's been around for what now? Two years? Three More than years? That. Something it was like that. Before the pandemic, I went. Yeah. So and it's probably it's, five. It. I think originally was targeted at young adults, and they just have a shitload of arcade games, and they got a big, cool mini golf course. Cool mini golf golf course, a bar. Yeah, you, you get, get food there. They got an interesting tap where you pick your own beer, and yep. you, like it's got like this interesting system where you. Plug your card in at the start of the night, and you just go up and hit your button. And it is cool. You only pay, like, I think it's, what, 15 bucks, And you don't yeah. do tokens or anything. You just play whatever you want. Yeah, it's cool. But I do feel like <laughs> I went now, and I got the impression, like, oh, it would have been awesome to come here, like, three years ago. Because, <laughs> like, now it's to the point where it's, like, I'd say a good quarter of the machines don't work <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> or like are broken. They and, haven't like, been fixing them. It's just disappointing. Like some of them kind of work. Yeah. Like, I was super jazzed to play Time Crisis. Oh, you remember that you step yeah. on the pedal and you duck behind yes. shit and then the guns like blew back when you fired. Yeah. But like the pedal only worked like half of the time and the gun like didn't blow back. It was like kind of disappointing those super functional games with like the peripherals and stuff they need to be upkept because yes. they will break yeah when you have fucking 50 people on them every hour yeah like they have to you know it's not easy it, it'd be cool to have one in like a house yeah because be, you're not gonna beat the shit out of it but like even like a standard arcade box yep like those paddles get fucked up and stuff you got to replace that stuff from time to time the other thing that was nuts is they had a section of like arcade games that looked like they were from like the world's fair in 1923 <laughs> like it was like helicopter pilot and it was like a toy helicopter that like was on a string inside of a cabinet that like you would like bring through hoops uh, and stuff okay and those were cool but Do you remember the old gi joe parachute toys oh yeah of course they weren't even like official gi joe but they were like these little guys and they had like a parachute tied to their you back throw them up in the air yeah, and they, they fucking down. come down yeah it's great yeah those are fun um anyways i got bills to pay life sucks <laughs> oh yeah and ahsoka's been limping which is bothering me yeah 
Well, you said that she stepped on like berries or something, and she's yeah, but that wasn't. I brought her the vet because she was still doing it. I brought her the vet, and they moved around her legs and stuff. Nothing was bothering her, but she still had like this notable, noticeable little thing. So they gave her some pain meds. So she has like dog Tylenol right now, but she doesn't appear to be in pain, which is weird to me. Yeah, but like we'll go out on a walk, and yeah, she'll like she'll be doing good for a bit, but then she'll start dipping a bit. I don't know what the fuck's going on, and it really bothers me. Well, I think something similar happened to me. I, like, I'm pretty pretty sure I broke my toe like three days ago. Um, I just like was going up the steps, and I like missed one, yeah. and all of my body weight came down like on my big toe, yeah, but like straight, so it like bent and yeah, it it's ugly. I'll show you a picture. It's like purple, yeah. um, but it's uh, it's the same thing. Like I'll walk on it and it'll feel fine, and then all of a sudden, like. It'll start hurting, and then I'll start limping. So maybe yeah. she's got something like that. I don't know. So I'm giving her the pain meds. I mean, she seems to not be in any pain or anything. Um, she seems fine when I got here. Yeah. I, I just don't. I don't know. I'm just hypersensitive about my dog. Jesus. Look God. at that. Fuck, get that out of here. That's brutal. That was a rough one. Yeah, it looks pretty rough. That's broken. <laughs> That's your break. Um, Bree was like, are you going to go to the doctor? And I was like, they're not going to do anything. Yeah, no, a broken toe. Yeah. The like, right, oh, just leave it. It'll fix. They'll write me a prescription for like double strength ibuprofen yeah. and that'll be it. Nah, you just, broken toe, there's not much you can do. Yeah. If it's dislocated, maybe I'll pop it back in or something. I, don't know. I was hoping they'd go cut it off and give me one of those uh, Oscar Pretorius spring things for yeah. a toe. <laughs> <laughs> some of those blades. Yeah. Yeah, man, you'd be moving. Yeah. Yeah, you'd I, fly. And then I could murder my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's man. fucking crazy, the story arc that guy went on. That's a hell of a story. Yeah. Because I remember hearing about him, like, a couple years before that. And, like, it was, like, a big deal. Like, oh, he's the blade runner. Yeah. He's actually competing in the Olympics yeah. with no legs. Yeah. And it was, like, this big deal. And then... And then he murdered his girlfriend. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Is he already out, too? I don't know. I don't know how the South African legal system works, so. Well, rich white guy probably works pretty good for them over there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The country doesn't have the greatest history. No. Um. Anyways, uh, I don't got anything else. Uh, should we get into this episode? Yes. All right, let's do it. No respect. No honor. There is no honor among these in the first place. He put hard times on Dusty Rhodes and his family. You don't know what hard times are, Daddy. Hard times are when the textile workers around this country are out of work and got four or five kids and can't pay their wages, can't buy their food. Hard times are when the auto workers are out of work and they tell them go home. And hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years. 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, hey, a computer took your place, Daddy. That's hard time. That's hard time. Oh. You know, Path of the Jedi was like, we've arrived. And then they took a step back. Yep. And they took a step forward again. We are, we are we're cooking with yeah. gas. Now, I picked the Dusty Roads because hard times. Yeah, I don't know why I was in a, I, I, that. You know, you heard at the start, uh, living on the end of a lightning bolt, yep. which is a great line. And then this was the hard times promo. Uh, they kick you in your butt until your job's been taken by a computer. <laughs> well, they do kind of at the end of this episode. They do allude to the fact that like the working people of Athol are like fucking downtrodden. Yes, 
But this is like the beginning of, uh, well, I mean, it's been hard times, but like, this is like the rage has started to build yeah. and the rebellion is about to explode. That's the vibe I get. This is Dusty Rhodes saying, enough's enough, hard times, I'm living on the end of a lightning bolt, we're making it happen. Yeah. I love that. We gotta be getting close to that here, all right? What? <laughs> like, culturally here. Oh. No, we'll just fold. <laughs> well, it depends. We've said it many times. As long as people have their treats, nobody's going to rebel. But if yeah. if anything puts a stop to that, we're all in big trouble. You know, you know and like, uh, I can't remember what podcast listened, but they were talking about, like, uh, the conspiracy types, like the Alex Jones and the Senate. Like, if Alex Jones actually believed everything he said, like, then he's just a pussy. Because... <laughs> He doesn't do anything yeah. about it. Yep. If you actually think that people are like, you know, like this whole like, uh, what is the uh, what's that thing that they always talk about? This, crisis actors? No, not crisis actors. It's the the drinking the blood of children. Oh, uh, uh, adrenochrome. adrenochrome. Yeah. Like if you actually thought that was real, like you are a horrible person. If yeah. You're doing something about it. Yeah. Like the guy that the Pizzagate guy that showed up with a gun <laughs> at yeah. Comet Ping Pong, like. He's nuts. He may be a psychopath, but, but at least he has conviction. At least <laughs> he has integrity. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not taking these hard times. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's that's how you know they don't believe anything. Yeah. They just like being aggrieved. He is, he is quite the bullshit artist, though. Oh, yeah, he makes it happen. Yeah. He's really good at selling those food kits. Like, oh, <laughs> yes. you need your nuclear holocaust food kit it is hilarious because every once in a while i listen to that podcast uh uh what's the alex jones one that info wars no 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 no. the the couple dudes that do the podcast about oh, it oh yeah 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 yeah. um oh what the fuck knowledge fight knowledge fight yes yeah. it's a great podcast and yeah. they dissect like alex i can jones only listen to it on. in spurts though because it's just so goddamn depressing yes it is yeah. but like what's funny is i i had been listening to it long enough where like they dissect each episode and they talk about like kind of the history of Alex Jones, where he used to be compared to how he's acting now and why. And then they had context behind like legal cases. And yeah, stuff. there's um, you can go back to like, I think it's the documentary is called Men Who Stare at Goats. Yeah, there's a movie that was made. Yep. But there, before the movie, there's a, it's an actual like documentary and like Alex Jones, early Alex Jones is in there and he's like, I mean, he's got some ideas. But yeah. he hasn't gone like balls to the wall. No, nuts. no, no, yeah. no. But what's funny is like listening to Knowledge Fight. They've been listening to him for long enough. We're like they seem depressed by the current state of affairs of Alex Jones. Yeah, because he like he was entertaining at some point. Yeah, it, crazy. And if you watched it for like satire, like it's entertaining. But like they're depressed by the current state of affairs just because it's gone so far off the rails. Yeah, and he's like constantly begging for money. Well, he turned on Trump too, right? Yeah. Well, it, he kept. Or going, is he back on the Trump? He train kept now. going back and forth. Like once Trump came out and was promoting vaccines, he was against them. I'm but pretty then, sure Trump hasn't backed off the promotion of vaccines. No, I don't think he has. But I feel like and the, the great thing is, I think Trump actually thinks that he crafted the vaccine himself. Oh, he absolutely did. Yeah. Instead of just signing a bill for like funding research, yeah. <laughs> which it's 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 endlessly entertaining hearing him at his rallies. Be yeah. like, you should get the vaccine, and then they boo. It's a beautiful vaccine, yeah. and then everybody starts booing, and he's like, "Or don't. It's your choice." Remember that meme that was going around, like, finally, you know, science or whatever, you know, and there's it's just like the stock scientists, like, yeah. I can just see Trump, like, you know, <laughs> in the lab, like, moving chemicals yeah. around, creating yeah. the mRNA vaccine. But, yeah, Alex Jones will go, like, against him for something, and then, like, once he 
like sees the writing on the wall, he'll like write back and support him because fan yeah. base is turning against him and stuff. Yeah. Can't go too far against him. Yeah. You know. He always backs it off like, hey, if he comes out and just says, hey, no, no, you know, don't get the vaccine, then he's he's right on board with me. You know? Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Alex is nuts. I just find I, I forgot what I was listening to. And I don't even know why I thought of that. Just the hard times, though. Like, you don't believe in anything. If yeah. you actually believe this shit and you're as angry as you claim to be, like, you'd be doing something more than just screaming into yeah. the void. Yeah. You know? Anyways, uh, so, call to action. Oh, this episode starts off strong. Right away, we got the Imperial March. We got a Star Destroyer. Uh, we got a shuttle that leaves the Star Destroyer. Now, the Star Destroyer is in the atmosphere of Lothal, um, and they are approaching Lothal City. Um, we see a shuttle, Lambda class. The best class of shuttle. But it's a long Lambda. It's a long it's not, boy. It's not like your uh, Return of the Jedi Lambda. But it's a Lambda style. Yes. Any Anything that has the uh, two wings and then the uh, the Tiburon neck or whatever, you call the dorsal fin. Yeah, yeah, I call that a Lambda class because yeah, I just this assume. Is, this is the one that, like, uh, I think there's a, a more affordable Lego set that's this class that's like... Oh, really? It's got a longer body to it. Okay. Um, yeah, but so um, a shuttle, a Lambda shuttle comes out. And the um, building that they're flying to in Lothal City, you got to be a big fan of that. Oh, it's your mushroom. Because it's a hell of a dome. It's a good dome. It looks like the old Senate building it on does. Coruscant. Yeah. And I believe this is the old Lothal Senate building from last week. Wasn't it? I don't know. But they never are there. I know. And like it's like an abandoned building, but now, I don't know, is this the Imperial Academy? I can't remember what that looks like. It's unclear. It must be the Imperial Academy there. Because there's a shit... I mean, it's clearly an imperial establishment. Yes. There. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll call it the Imperial Academy. I don't know. I could be wrong. Correct us if we're wrong. But yeah. So shuttle's being in court, in, escorted by a couple TIE fighters. Imperial March is playing. I thought it was Vader at first. I was, I like, was gonna, oh, here I, we go. I was going to ask I was, you here we go. it was. Yeah. Here we go. Um, And they land in the Lethal, we'll call it the Academy. And there's just, you know, it's, it's reminiscent of Return of the Jedi... When the Emperor shows up or when Vader shows up and there's just stormtroopers all lined up in formation. You have the, you know, the people greeting them. So greeting them is Conch Gal. Yeah. Conch Gal is there. We got Callus and the Grand Inquisitor. So the big three of the, the Antichrist. Um, this is exactly what it looked like when we worked at Old Country Buffet and the district manager came yeah. in. <laughs> I'm like saluting him with my big chef hat on. <laughs> Would you, could I interest you in some beef? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the shuttle opens up. I was like, it's Vader. It's fucking Vader. And, you know, I'm not going to say I was disappointed because this is a hell of a bad guy. But I was a little disappointed first. So my note was just, because my notes, I took it on the first time through this time. I did a little different. I just wrote Tarkin's bony ass. <laughs> so it's Grand Moff Tarkin. Um, and I quickly got over it because let's take a listen to the he's first clip. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's on one. Let's listen. Ah, Grand We love you, Conch Gal. I am honored by your visit to Lothal. My visit is hardly an honor, Minister. I admit I was surprised to learn you were coming. And I, too, have been surprised. By what's been happening on your little backwater world. (laughs) If you are referring to the insurgents, I... In the absence of Governor Price, you have had a single, simple objective, Minister. To protect the Empire's industrial interest here. Interests which are vital to our expansion throughout the Outer Rim. But instead of protecting those interests, you have allowed a cell of insurgents to flourish right under your nose. Am I correct? 
And Agent Callis, have you just stood idly by while this rabble have attacked <laughs> our men, destroyed our property, and disrupted our trade? I have exhausted every resource to capture them, sir. This group has proven quite elusive. It's said their leader is a Jedi. Ah, yes. Let us not forget the sudden appearance of a Jedi, as if leaping from the pages of ancient history. A shame we don't have someone who specializes in dealing with them. Otherwise, our problem might be solved. Give a look to the Inquisitor. Minister, have you ever met a Jedi? No, I... I actually knew the Jedi. Not from the pages of folklore or children's tales, but as flesh and blood. And do you know what happened to them? Well, there were rumors... They die. Every last one of them. So you see, this criminal cannot be what he claims to be. And I shall prove it. So that's the start of your episode, and I only have one thing to say. Take it away, Grief. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's still plenty of meat on that boat. <laughs> you take this home, throw it in a pot, add some broth, a potato. Baby, you got a stew you got going. got a stew going. <laughs> oh, this it, is a hearty soup. It set the tone. <laughs> oh, so when he says rabble, rabble, oh! <laughs> that is a bachao. I think I screamed huzzah. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. It's a 12 pack. Um, it was awesome. Yes. Like, and I immediately was like, all right, I'm fine. That's not Vader. Because <laughs> this fucking knocked it out of the park. And it's the same voice actor from The Clone Wars. They continue to do this shit in, oh, I love it so much. How yeah. they have different, the different styles of evil genius. Like, the the crazy, weird, administrative, like, evil guy that Tarkin is. Yep. Also next to people like Vader and the Inquisitor that are actually just, like, torturing people on the ground and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I love how he fucking shit on the Inquisitor, too. Yeah. Just like, if only we had somebody to take care of them. And but like, then, oh, he, he dresses down all three of them. He calls the fall a backwater world, and it looks like they're supplying a good chunk of, like, the wheat yeah. to the galaxy. <laughs> Speaking of wheat, my next note is literally wheat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we go into the fields of wheat after this. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't get the sense that Lothal... Like, Clearly, it does it is not a, seem like a backwater. Is it mid rim? Did we ever clarify? Hold on. It's not outer rim. Outer rim. Oh, it is outer rim. Okay, so I, for for an outer rim planet, though, I mean that's quite the cosmopolitan city there. Yeah, and there's a lot of wheat. Yeah, like you can't. You need the wheat. I do. I'm wondering. I haven't looked at her biography, but uh, Conch Gal is she from Lethal? I because it this. is interesting. Like, I've been on so many dates with her, and I've never asked her her hometown. It is interesting if, like, she's actually kind of defending Lethal while Tarkin is just, like, completely talking shit about it. Let's see. Maketh Tua. Maketh Tua. Let's see. Yep. Hailed from the planet Lethal, was a graduate of the Imperial Academy. So, poor Maketh, like, probably is, um, it's kind of like the Twin City Syndrome that I have, where it's just like, I love my hometown, yeah. you know? Well, and and like, I'm thinking, like, her, their incentives are completely different. Like, she's probably from Lethal. She probably viewed the Empire as, like, good and trying to help people, so she probably yeah. got involved with the Empire, but still, like, holds her home planet in, like, like good esteem, and she wants yeah. to see it protected, and that's why she's joined up with the Empire, and then Tarkin comes in, and within one sentence is like, no, your job here is to strictly 
like secure the empire's uh, industrial yeah. resources. It kind of reminds me of the Lost Stars novel I read recently, which is a great novel, by the way, and I think I praised it heavily. Um, but the two main characters, uh, they're from a planet called Jellicon. Jellucon? Jellucon? However you want to pronounce it. I don't know. But um, this is a planet that was like an outer rim planet, uh, kind of just overlooked by the greater galaxy and just, you know, not much going on there. But when the Empire came, they're like, oh, they were all like about it because they're like, oh, they're going to yeah, you know, they're going to expand business. They're going to bring in like visitors and it's just going to be this great thing. And like, that's probably how poor Makathua felt yes. about things. You know, like she loved her home planet. And then finally, like this giant empire comes and is going to recognize they're going to use, you know, the resources there and they're going to build up into this great place, you know? And yeah. Um, well, and I'm sure that is exactly the same thing that happens in reality. Oh, yeah. Like, all over the place. Like, they, like the <laughs> whatever empire arrives talks about how they're going to help you. Everybody's going to benefit. And then before you know it, King Leopold is lopping off people's hands for not yeah. making enough rubber. Exactly. It's But, like, the level of psychopathy that Tarkin has to, like, solely be viewing everything through the lens of just empire and power yeah that's it he's looking at entire systems as like just means to an end yeah like not even considering yeah. the lives that are living on those planets oh no it's just it's what are your resources and what is it going to do for the empire yeah that's it that's the it that's all he gives a shit of about. like coldness that, yeah. that has to require is baffling yeah it's one of the only reasons that like one of the few people that vader like respected enough you know yeah. like you know when he was talking about it on the death star in a new hope when he's like vader release him he's like mm, yes you wish yeah yeah because yeah. he like he's cold and we saw it in the um uh the the escape episode with aussie sobek where they where they save jedi master thumb yeah and tarkin is his commanding officer there and we see anakin like gravitate towards just the fascist authority he like anakin he needs a daddy figure and mm -hmm. so like here's an authoritarian that's operating as a pseudo daddy and yeah. so of course anakin's like and all over him we, started, we went nuts that arc i think because like obi-wan is there it's like you got the coolest dad ever yeah yeah, yeah. you got obi-wan yeah and then it's like no i'll take i'll take the bony fascist guy you <laughs> <Yeah>. know like, <laughs> yep. you get shit done yeah so anyways um yeah, so our next scene, we see a big field of wheat. And we're out of... Oh, old... one more thing. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. What? One more thing I wrote down that I forgot to say. When he's talking about knowing the Jedi, but not from the pages of folklore or children's stories, it's like, didn't you work with them five years ago? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about yeah. folklore? Like, everybody has seen the news. I'm sure yeah. that's like... That's got to be like some, you know, that's some imperial bullshit where it's just like, they're a myth. Yeah. You know, because like, even in A New Hope, when when they're talking about the force, it's been twenty years yeah. since like Jedi were like everywhere. Everywhere. And Han's what? I don't know, thirty. Yeah. Thirty-five. Um and he's like, Yeah, oh, you know, he he writes it off as like an old myth. A superstition. Yeah, yeah. A superstition. It's like, dude, like they were everywhere like 20 fucking years ago, That's the man. thing that's like, I can't, like, I don't, like, doesn't everybody, like, know or that's just, there records of them places? Just, yeah, but that's just 20 years, like, that's an entire generation worth of propaganda. Yeah. You know, it's like the boomers. Like, you can't, 
like anything that's even like vaguely socialist they think is the antichrist yeah, true yeah because they have just like all this pre-programmed fucking 1950s 1960s american elementary education well it is it is hilarious that the one thing that pulled this country out of the great depression was socialism yeah mixed with world war ii but like everybody seemed to like enjoy the new deal except for rich people you know who really enjoyed the new deal uh fred trump uh <laughs> That's how he got started on his real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, like that yeah. that happened in the 30s and by the 50s people did think that socialism was all evil. So yeah. you well, do have a good point. The thing is with the new deal it wasn't like this is socialism. It wasn't viewed like that. Like it's Well, I mean they called it's a social program. They called it social security. So yeah. I mean, but also I mean like I, it's, that's it words. didn't. It didn't hold the stigma until after World War II, when we decided the USSR was our mortal enemies. Yeah, I'm not going to say the USSR didn't suck because it no, did. Of course not. Horrible. Stalin sucked. He was terrible. Yeah, one of the worst leaders of all time. But yeah, I mean it. Yeah, it, it's it's most of it's like Cold War propaganda. Yeah, and like you know. Um. Anyways, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. We're getting. We're gonna it is get just off track. interesting to see how quickly, like an entire yeah, thing no, it, that's universal, can just be erased. Yeah. No, I mean you can change minds pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. Like, when Trump wins in 2024, dude, what is gonna this <laughs> this country is gonna look so weird in 20 years? <laughs> I know. God, we are in uncharted waters. Like, I have no fucking idea what what's coming down the pipe. Anyways, what are we talking? Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay, so we get to the wheat, um, and we got motorbikes going. We got Ezra, Kanan, and Sabine. They're in this city, Old Joe's in Jothal. Um, that's where Old Joe's bar is, and they're being pursued by some Imperials. And the Imperials they're being pursued by are the uh, big Jogan, barrel-chested Jogenfruit officer. And uh, what's this friend's name? Oh, um, Commandant something something. Yeah, Commandant Oresco, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, Commandant Oresco um, are pursuing them. Um, they're going through the streets of Jothal. Um, and they do this thing where they split up and they, um, you know, split the troopers, blah, 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 and whatever. It confuses the stormtroopers on the bikes. And then Kanan does the old disappearing act. He jumps off his bike and he sends it out there. And so, like, the troopers are like, there's just this bike with nobody on it. Where did he go? And sure enough, um, they jump out from behind the troopers and knock them all out. And it's whatever. It's like Ezra uses the Batman. staple gun. Ezra uses the staple gun and, you know. It's, I still find it endlessly entertaining the fact that Ezra is stunning everybody, but every other member of the ghost crew is just murdering them. Yeah. <laughs> like, lethal bolts are hitting them. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all great. Um, so, that's where we leave off, and then we're going to get back to the ghost. Um, and the ghost is, uh, we're going to have the ghost crew discussing things here, um, and they got a plan going on here. Oh, and by the way... Um, we forgot to do Who Are You last week, but luckily he's back. Yes. We get Gull Travis quick. And I looked, and this is the last appearance of Gull Travis. Okay. So we will have to do Who Are You this yes. week. So uh, here's our next clip back on The Ghost. Senator Travis, now that you've recommitted yourself to the Empire, will your followers do the same? Most will, Alton. These were good people who simply wanted to make the Empire a better place, peacefully. But I'm afraid these... Insurgents have twisted my message into something violent and frightening. Of course, I can't abide that. So I'm personally offering a reward for their capture. Ugh, Carabast. Shut it off. 
Still makes me sick to think that Travis is working for the Empire. Every time we win, we lose. Well, I have a plan that might just even the score. If Travis can do it, we can do it too. What, we're gonna send out some kind of inspirational type messages? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't get it. Yeah, Kanan, what are you thinking? We can't just send a signal. The Empire would track it in half a second. Not if the signal comes from one of its own towers. Ah, now I get it. You want to take control of an Imperial communications tower, which is pretty much impossible, and then you want to use it to send a message to the people of Lothal. Not just Lothal. One of those big towers can reach a few systems. That's a crazy plan. That's why you like it. And what would we say in this message? Something the Empire never says. The truth. We have to let people know what it's really like out here. Now, are you in? Count me in. Whoa! Oh boy. Okay. Um, so... That, uh, that footage of Gal Travis is a fucking bummer. Like, if he was the shining, like, hope of rebellion for so many people, like, watching him just sell out is very depressing. Yeah, and I'm also kind of like, you've, like... He's outlived his use. Yeah. I almost feel like they just shot him after that. Well, uh, the way that the look that he got after he fucked up things last episode. By I callous. Thought, he yes. Was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's almost like they would put on like a big show trial and make an example of him. Yeah. You know, but then it also seems like it seems so off base that he would do such a 180. That would be like if we saw like footage of Bernie, like accepting a board position at Halliburton or like something like that. Like there'd be something that's like that just seems off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I wonder how many people because like it was like a thing he was doing where he'd go to these planets and they'd obviously catch the rebels that were listening to him. Like this was the first time that the rebels escaped. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how many more planets had like cells that were actively like listening to him. We don't really know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it for anybody that was actively listening, they're probably like, um, what? yeah, yeah, like this makes no sense at all. And like the whole like excuse of like, well, there, you know, just misread my message and this and that. It's like, no, you're pretty explicit about the things yes! that you're saying about how awful. The Empire was like they're putting us on hard times. hard times are when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer took your place, daddy. That's hard time. A computer. That's hard times. That's hard times. The Empire is putting hard times on the citizens of the galaxy. Hard times. Uh, so we get back to the Imperial Academy, and this is where this episode, I texted you, and I was like, I'm seven minutes in, and this is nuts. <laughs> um, to say that, like, it's insane. Let's just, yeah. I, it's Tarkin, and he brings in Oresco and Jogan Fruit guy. Grint. Grint. Um, I don't need to remember his name for much longer. Let's take a listen. Commandant Cumberland Oresco and Taskmaster Miles Grint reporting. Gentlemen, sit. Callus, Lothal, Conchgal's there. Dealing with these Inquisitors there as well. Oh, yes, sir. And your efforts have been less than successful? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say... Commandant, if your efforts had been successful, we would not be having this little chat. Now, when was the last activity reported? 
Sir, we uh, responded personally to an attack last night in one of the outlying towns. And the details of this attack? Uh, nothing of note. The insurgents stole some supplies and escaped on speeder bikes. Uh, no casualties. Ah, but you see, Commandant, there is something of note in that report. No casualties. Your rebel cell is more principled than others. Others, sir? Oh, you mean there are other cells? Cells, factions, tribes, call them what you will. They lack the one thing that would make them a credible threat to the Empire. Unity. While your cell seems uninterested in violence, it does present a specific threat. The Jedi. We have encountered him, sir, and he lives up to their reputation. Oh, I doubt that very much. But I am not concerned with his skills as a warrior. I am concerned with what he represents. Or perhaps I should say, I am concerned by what you allow him to represent by failing to stop him. Hope. There are whispers of this alleged Jedi in the streets. In time, such whispers might spark belief in something other than the strength and security of the Empire. And that, gentlemen, is something I cannot have. Inquisitor slowly takes out his lightsaber. Make no mistake. From now on, failure will have consequences. Agent Callus, you will dispatch probe droids to every known location of insurgent activity on Lothal. We will discover the whereabouts of these criminals, and we will make examples of them. Okay, so yeah, I just chopped their heads off. You don't see it. Double decapitation. Double decapitation with the dual blade lightsaber. <laughs> you don't see it, but it's heavily implied, yeah. and you hear the... Um, well, in the looks on Callus and Conchgal's face... Conchgal is like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but both of them still are like... They seem to be like, okay, well, this is happening. I guess we're, this is happening. Like, in reality, if there's no way they've seen anything this bad. Like, I mean, just, it would be the best if they were just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like, just completely freaking yeah. out when they saw that happen. Because they're like, in a fucking conference room and yes. this happens. It's absurd. Yeah. So, um,. That's the end of Oresco and Joganfruit guy. Yeah. Um, so R.I.P. I guess. Uh, God, Tarkin is. Oh God, he's really good. Such a good villain. Now he did mention like there was no when uh, Oresco says, "Well, there was no casualties." It's like okay, uh, I've seen Sabine kill at least. Yeah. Like I don't know how many. Yeah. You know, there's been plenty of casualties here. So I'm kind of like, no, they're not afraid. They'll kill people. Yeah. I mean, Ezra's not killing people. The Jedi aren't if yeah. they don't have to. But it was like after he said that line and after because it's right after that Tarkin's like they lack the one thing that would make them successful. And before he said unity, I was like, oh, he's talking about how they need to like I thought he was talking about saw for just a second because I thought he was like like that cell has what it takes because he's ruthless. And, yeah, like, will actually kill people. But no, it's unity. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I did find that funny, though. Like, no, they definitely killed plenty. of yeah. people. If I was them, I would be like, no, they no, they no have, we we piled up some stormtrooper bodies we here. Pl- we got we sent yeah. plenty of folded up Empire flags. So. Yeah. Um. So our next scene is Ezra, Sabine, and Kanan. They're on a uh a, like a little spy. They're gonna reconnaissance mission. Yes. Gathering some info. They're scoping out the comm tower, and they're on like this the big highway on Lethal City. They're on like an overpass on it. Like I don't know. It's, I don't know. It must be like a street sign or something. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, 
The but, road the road construction in Thothal, in Lothal is fucking insane. Yeah. Like these are like twelve lane highways that are leading to basically a radio antenna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's interesting because it's only going one place. Yeah. Like and there's no traffic. Their like infrastructure funding must be through the fucking roof. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of like tanks and, you know, ATDPs they gotta transport them. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. loads that they gotta haul down into that area. Um yeah, so they're watching it from this, like, overpass on the highway, um, and Sabine is kind of like, I don't know what to do, what could we do, what could we do, and she's like, well, I guess I could, if we broke in there, I could upload a data spike and knock it offline temporarily, and um, we see this probe droid, um, you know, the yalla 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 yalla, those guys, uh, it's patrolling the highway, and it's getting pretty close to where they're at and where they park the bikes, and so if they, you know, if the probe droid sees the bikes, they're going to be found out, they're going to have to bail. Um, so they're like, somebody's got to do something. And Ezra, big ups Ezra, he reaches out with the force and this calls back to like four or five episodes ago when, with the Lothcats. You know, he seems to have a connection with those guys. Yeah. His force ability is like vibing with Ant. He's like the Dr. Doolittle of Jedi, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, but he's, he reaches out with the force and he calls to a Lothcat who jumps out of the wheat and just mauls this pro droid, <laughs> just rips it up. Yeah. Um, it is irritated. Yeah, and Kanan's actually nice to him for once, and Sabine notices that. And it's like, yeah, this is great, this heartwarming stuff. We got to get out of here. Um, so yeah, even when Ezra's getting patted on the head briefly, somebody's got to like step on that moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Everybody hates Ezra. Um, but yeah, so the Lothcat has taken out the probe droid. They're gonna head on their bikes and get the fuck out of there and kind of go back to the ghost, and make a plan here. But like, the Lothcat did destroy the probe droid but it like its power cell hadn't completely faded out of existence yet and it actually sees them and passes the message before it's powered completely down very reminiscent of uh kenobi yeah um yeah shot at one two second too late so um they are found out um so we're gonna have a clip uh coming up here where callus checks in with tarkin after they find them out and then we also get to the ghost crew and we're going to have a plan, and then Ezra and Kanan are going to have a moment before they go into battle. Governor, one of our probes seems to have found something. We believe these are the speeder bikes responsible for the rebel activity near Jalath. Where was this footage taken? Outside the main communications tower. A perfect target for these criminals. We can't risk losing the tower. We should reinforce security. No, let them believe they still possess the element of surprise. Lure them in, and we shall be waiting. As you wish. Inquisitor, really seems I am giving you the opportunity to redeem yourself. Do not disappoint me. And remember, I want this Jedi alive. Your faith will be rewarded. If it works, we should be able to use this to transmit directly through the tower. How are we doing? Well, Chopper has a spike. We get him into the tower, and he can upload it right into the computer core from any terminal. Stop complaining, boat brain. You have the easy job. What's the range of this spike? <laughs> as long as the tower is transmitting, we're good to go. Everyone will hear what we say. Well, anyone who's listening. Once the spike is uploaded, we'll signal. And I spirit you away in the Phantom. That's the plan. And things always go according to plan, right? She's right about that. What's with you? Nothing. Let's take a walk. They leave the room. 
not sure we should go through with this. Ezra, you are up to this. I know you are. I know that's what you want to think, but look, as much as I wish I was like my parents, I'm not. There's something else. <sighs> my parents spoke out, and I lost them. And I don't... Oh, I don't want to lose you guys, okay? Not over this. Hey, all of us have lost things. And we will take more losses before this is over. But we can't let that stop us from taking risks. We have to move forward. And when the time comes, we have to be ready to sacrifice for something bigger. That sounds good, but it's not so easy. <sighs> it's not easy for me either. My master tried to show me, but I don't think I ever understood it until now, trying to teach it to you. I guess you and I are learning these things together. The music was great. So great. Yeah, so a lot going there. Uh, so Ezra, still dealing with like uh, the fear of a loss. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how he grows there. You know, like uh, that's obviously going to be the theme with his training. Like he's scared of losing things. Yeah. And, uh, we've seen that happen to, you know. Anakin. Yeah. The fear of loss is what drove him to the dark side. There are certain people that handle it very well, yeah. like we've seen with Obi-Wan over and over and over again. Yeah, everybody then. dies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that poor son of a bitch. Yeah, poor guy. But then, so, the thing I wrote down, so is the Empire operating under the assumption that they're going to blow up the radio tower? Because it seems like that is, because Callus right away was like, we can't lose that tower. Yeah. So, like, I'm confused if, like, I was trying to figure out if Tarkin like sees through it right away or if he's operating under the like that's what their end goal is. Cuz I, I know, I, think... I mean, I almost get the sense that Tarkin doesn't actually give a fuck about them getting a message out. I I don't think he cares. I don't know though cuz he seems to when he was talking to before he cut their heads off, like one of his main messages was like he understands the marketing of everything. Yeah, and he, he doesn't yeah. want hope to get out. And he knows that's the whole reason he wants Kanan. Because he, does, he doesn't want what he represents to get out there. Yes, he does not want the idea of a Jedi being out there to get into the masses. Uh, I guess his thing would be then, like, we're going to let him get, think they're getting in there. But yes, and that's what we're I gonna, think. We're going we're gonna to overwhelm them at that point. Yeah. And they don't, we'll get into it. It's about to happen here. They don't do a good job. No, they don't. Like, it's like. I don't know how you could fit a ton of stormtroopers in there and you could, you know, they go into this comm room and well, let's just get into well, it. Well, in, in a couple of minutes, too, I think Tarkin does a face like once they get confirmation that a message is being sent that leads me to believe that he like did not think that they were going to be sending a message. Sure. But. OK, so it starts off with Sabine. She's charging in on a motorbike and she's hauling some fucking tub behind the motorbike. And it, I think it was Rhydonium. Because the explosion, oh, yeah. she like does a whip. Uh, she like whips her motorbike and then like throws this tub and it like hits something and it just made a massive explosion. And the explosion looked like Rhydonium to me. And uh, she promptly shoots tor two stormtroopers that are in the area. So so much for that whole not killing. Thing. I wrote down Sabina the ruthless. She is ruthless. <laughs> um, then we see Zeb show up and there's like a, a stormtrooper on a turret. And Zeb crushes this stormtrooper and then hops on the turret and takes out multiple stormtroopers. Um, they get inside and um, Kane and Ezra show up. <laughs> as soon as they walk into the control room, Sabine executes two more people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, 
if you're going to be ready for him, like, they got in there in, like, 10 seconds. Yeah. It was like, she throws the Rhydonium, blows up some things. Ezra, uh, Zeb gets on the fucking turret, takes out some, and then they're in there. Yeah. Like, Kanan and Ezra didn't even have to do anything yet. Yeah. And so, um, Kanan and Ezra, they go in there. Chopper starts installing the spike. Um, but uh, Kanan gets a reading like, oh, crap. You know, he gets a notification like, they're on to us, blah, blah, blah. Multiple transports are incoming, ground and air. Um, Zeb is still outside and he's on the turret firing at these gunships that are approaching. Um, Kanan sends. They are the same type of gunships that were in the, uh, on Coruscant when they were looking for Ahsoka, when Ahsoka was on the run. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. They're more, um, boxy. They're, like, they're police ships. Yeah. So, yeah. Like they have the same kind of vibe as the old Republic gunships, yep. but they're like smaller scale smaller and... Scale, and they're more like rigid. Yeah. You know, like when you look at this, it's got. I mean, it's, it's got kind of like some rounded features to it. It's not so sharp. Um, the Imperial, you know, very fascist, like yeah. straight line sharp. And these police shuttles, too, they have like um, they have like weird kind of paneled wings, but the wings look like TIE fighter wings. Like they yeah. still they have the same kind of like texture to them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Zeb is firing at him uh, on the artillery that he or the whatever he took over the turret that he took over. Um, Kanan sends Ezra outside to grab Zeb like the it. It's only going to take like three minutes to get this spike uploaded, so they don't. It's not a. It's not a long mission, so uh, it's like bang bang. Let's do this and get the fuck out of here. So Ezra heads outside to pick up Zeb, and uh, as that's going on, Chopper finishes the install, and Ezra's like, "Zeb, we got to go. Let's go." And Zeb's like, "No, I'm having fun on this gun." He says, "I like this gun." Yeah, and then he sees like a shit ton of Imperials headed for him, and then he's like, "Well, I guess I'll find a different gun." And like, sure enough, like. An instant after he gets off, they blow the fucking turret up. So uh, Ezra saves Zeb life, Zeb's life, and, uh, you know, it's something that Zeb would never do for Ezra. He <laughs> <laughs> just wouldn't. Um, so they all get outside then, and they meet in the front of this place, uh, the front of this tower, and the plan is, like, Phantom's supposed to come in, save him, but Kanan's like, shit, dude, we can't get through this force. So this is when the force finally arrives, but they've already done the job of getting that spike out there, so... I mean, I you know, like, yeah, like, I guess Tarkin was ready for them in the sense that this huge force arrives, but they did what they needed to do already. Yeah. So it, it's like, why didn't you just have, like, 50 fucking stormtroopers in that one room waiting for them, you know, into the comms room? Well, and that's but there was two guys. That's another reason why I think he thought they were trying to just blow it up, which would have required a lot more time and stuff. So, sure. And then, yeah, I guess what he does here coming up, that would make sense. Because we'll get to that line. It's a really epic moment. Yeah. But it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so Kanan's like, we got to change plans here. Like, we can't get through this way. Um, so he tells uh, everybody else in the Ghost Crew, Chopper, Ezra, Zeb, and Sabine. They like, She's like, go to the top and have Harry meet you up there. I'll be right behind you. And Ezra has like this moment where he's like, no, you know, I'm staying with him. He's like, no, you go. Um, I'll be right behind you. So, uh, But you can tell Ezra's very worried about Kanan staying behind and Fighting all these people. Um, Callus shows up. It's a whole lot of... It's just madness going on, but... Um, it's at this point that the ghost crew gets to the top of the gunship. Uh, no, top of the gunship. Top of the tower. And they are... Uh, this big gunship comes upon them and starts firing at them. And then um, down on the ground, the Grand Inquisitor shows up and starts fighting with Kanan. So we get a little lightsaber fight. Um... Now, during the lightsaber fight, the Grand Inquisitor does make... It's a very quick fight. 
But the Grand Inquisitor Mark's like, oh, you've been practicing. So we, we get the sense that Kanan is getting stronger. Um, and he's more of a challenge for the Grand Inquisitor than he was the last time. The Grand Inquisitor does say a line, too, where he said, what did you hope to gain by coming here? And Kanan says the exact line that Ezra said to the Grand Inquisitor, where he says, you're clever, you figure it out. Yeah. When that was like, what, the first episode, second episode, something like that? Yeah. Padawan Jabba. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, but during this uh, exchange, during the fight, he's like, surrender and you might be allowed to live. And Kanan immediately was just like, all right. And he just turns off his lightsaber. Um, and the Grand Quiz is like, oh, that was easier than I thought it would be. And then he's like, well, uh, he's like, you, what does he say? He's like, you, you surprised me. We're, we're, we're full, full of surprises. surprises. And then right then the Phantom comes in and just blows up a gunship. It's <laughs> <laughs> really great. It's really great. Um, so we also see Sabine. There's another gunship up there, too. And Sabine just, like, throws at point-blank range a charge onto it and just blows it up. Yep. Like, it's like they're not even trying to not get blown up. Yeah. It's the most, like, lazy fucking stormtrooper work I've ever seen. But it's hilarious. So both those gunships are toast. Um, but Kanan is disarmed down on the uh, ground. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. Just go. Orders the Phantom to leave without him. Um, Hera, and does, Hera is very hesitant to do it. She's like, I'm not doing it. She tries it. to argue with him yeah. for a little bit. And Ezra, you can tell, is just like, no, don't do it. But eventually, like, they just take off because he's screaming for them to take off. And the Grand Inquisitor takes him into custody. He's like, I have somebody that you need to meet, this and that. Like, your fr- I have a friend that you need to meet. Um, yeah, and Chopper uses his butt jet to get into the Yes, fandom. we see the butt jet when he jumps yeah. on there. And so it's really Have great. we seen that before besides Bad Batch? I was trying to remember if we'd seen it in Rebels. I don't think we've seen it yeah. in Rebels yet. I don't, maybe. I Maybe we haven't. I'm just blanking. I I'll have to rewatch them. But this was the first time I was like, oh, it's the butt jet. Yeah. You know, um, the first time I saw was that black series you got where it's like shooting. Out of his, <laughs> yeah. his stand is like literally yeah, yeah. like the flames coming out of his ass. Um, so um, Kanan's taken into custody. The rest of the ghost crew escapes and they head back to the ghost to and they're going to transmit a message. Um, so. uh our next clip is going to bring us to the end of the episode. This is going to be Tarkin talking with Kanan, and they're in a gunship, um, I don't know, just down the highway from where the comm tower is. Um, and then we get back to the ghost, and Ezra is going to be displaying. Uh, he's going to be uh, shouting a message to the galaxy as far as this antenna will allow him. So let's take a listen. Well done, Inquisitor. These are the results I expect. So, you are the Jedi in question. Whatever you want from me. You won't get it. Sir, we have a problem. Explain. It appears the insurgents have gained control of the tower's transmitter. We have been called criminals, but we are not. We are rebels, fighting for the people, fighting for you. I'm not that old, but I remember a time when things were better on Lothal. Maybe not great, but never like this. See what the Empire has done to your lives, your families, and your freedom? It's only gonna get worse. Unless we stand up and fight back. It won't be easy. There'll be loss and sacrifice, but we can't back down just because we're afraid. That's when we need to stand the tallest. That's what my parents taught me. That's what my new family helped me remember. Gunship fires some rockets at the tower. Stand up together. Because that's when we're strongest. As one. 
do not know what it takes to win a war, but I do. Okay. Was it worth it? You think anybody heard? I have a feeling they did. This isn't over. No, it isn't. That's the episode. Um. So when he blows up the tower, I think you're right. Like he's like he didn't want to blow up the tower, but then his line was like, "They blow up the tower." And he's like, "You you think you know what it takes to win a war, but I you know I yeah. do it." So he's basically saying like, "I didn't want to do that, but I'll do it." But I'll do it. I'll do anything. I have no limits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So and that's it the is interesting. Also, too, when you also take into consideration Callus saying like, "We can't lose this tower." Earlier, yeah. when they thought they were going to be blowing it up. Yeah. Eh, you can though if you're the empire yeah you just fucking rebuild it you know like <laughs> yeah you have endless you have every fucking like your your boot is on the throats of every fucking system in the galaxy you like yeah you can go find some material and rebuild it pretty easily that's a new jobs program right yeah there. yeah you can go to jellicon and they're, <laughs> hey jobs you know like two years later what the fuck <laughs> uh but that's the episode uh, so what do we got for an IMDb on this bad boy? IMDb is giving call to action in 8.2. All right. So a step up from last week. I this I think this I don't know if I like this more than Path of the Jedi, but I, it's definitely up there. It's, yeah, I think it's my second favorite episode so far. Um, I thought the action scenes were succinct, but they were very well done. Like they didn't over. There was a lot of there was a lot of story here, which I liked. It wasn't all just blowing up and that sort of thing. Like so, you know, there's some good character development there. Tarkin was a hell of a bad guy. Um, we learn a lot more about Ezra and just like how he's struggling with loss. I mean, we knew he was struggling with the idea of loss, but like it really showed itself here. And this is a time where him and Hera, they both had to let go of Kanan. Like we have, you know, like and Kanan, the line that he has Ezra, like every now and then, there's, you know, we yeah. we have to risk loss in this. Like this is part of the job. And so. Um, yeah, it was just a really strong episode. I, I don't know. Path of Jedi was really good too, though. I'm gonna. I think I gave Path of Jedi. Uh, did I give it an eight point five? Give it a nine. Okay, I'll give this an eight point five. Eight point five. Not quite as good for me because I do like the mythology of things with the Jedi. Uh, but this was this was really really choice. Yeah, but, I completely agree. Uh, I just I didn't want to overshoot it, so I just said eight. But okay. still, like everything you said is true, and like the themes that Tarkin is laying down are fucking incredible. Yeah, like, Tarkin is the best bad guy. Yes. He's so cool. Like, Vader is raw power and just, like, fear, whereas Tarkin is just, like, this conniving evil genius. Yeah. Like, Cunning and, yeah. like, knows exactly what to say, when to say it. Yeah, and that last line, like, <laughs> I know how to win a war, that yeah. was so good. Yeah. He just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, he'll burn down his own fucking troop. You yeah. Know, it doesn't matter. Well, was, we've seen it, like, it's possible he could have put more guards at the tower to prevent them from doing whatever, but he doesn't give a shit about his own men. <laughs> no, he so, doesn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, an 8.5 and an 8. Always look on the light side of life. Yeah. Hmm. Light side moment of the episode. I'm a fuck, man. Jesus was a good episode. It was really good. So much. Uh, I'm going to give it to Brave Lothal Cat. Yeah. Uh, Bra Brave Lothal Cat taken out in a probe droid. And those things, 
I didn't realize how big the Lothcats get. Yeah. I mean, that thing was the size of the probe droid. They're big boys. Yeah, so I'm giving it to Brave Lothcat uh, with the pounce. The Brave Lothcat pounce is my light side moment of the week. It is fun seeing the, like, the native species like attacking the empire that's like technically the invaders. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, for my light side, can I just say Tarkin as a whole? Like, yeah. Everything that he was saying and just like how it's adding to his yeah. character is fucking incredible. Did a great job. Yeah. Real high, and it, yeah, to think I was disappointed at first. I know. You know I, it, it, Tarkin never disappoints, though. I know. I think every time we've had Tarkin on an episode or we talk about him in any way, he always is like the uh, preeminent bad guy. He yeah. Just, he never has let us down. <laughs> you remember when I got the Black Series Tarkin with Steve at, <laughs> at Cedar Cliff said to me? Uh, no. <laughs> he was like, oh, I got the Tarkin, huh? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's that's one I didn't want to get rid of. That's tough to see go. That one's a, that one's really cool. And then he paused and he goes, Peter fucking Cushion. <laughs> <laughs> Steve! <laughs> we, oh. Imagine if we, we had this drop, but instead of speed, he was saying Steve. Steve. Steve! <laughs> I wonder if Little Man's on Cameo. <laughs> I love that guy. It'd be great to get him to say Steve. It was great. He met Mike Trout, which is uh, he's, Mike Trout's a really good baseball player, uh, and it's his favorite baseball player. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and like so there's a lot of videos where he's like, Mike, Mike! <laughs> and like when, Speed! Yeah, that one. Uh, that was Mike Trout clip when he was playing the game. And so I saw that he met Mike Trout, so that warmed my heart. Did you, um, did you, I forget, have you read the Tarkin book yet, or are you not to that one? Okay. Yeah, he came, he was from, like, a wealthy family, but it was, like, more of an outer rim planet. Yeah. Um, and his, it's very strange, it's like, it was, like, a caste system, like, an Indian caste system, and, like, he was at the top, his family was, like, the top of the food chain on this planet. Yeah. But they also had these really weird rituals where they'd send their kids out into the wild. Yeah, that's right. No, I remember you yeah. saying that. Um, yeah, it's a it's a good read, and it's James Luceno, which you can't go wrong. And so, then I think you if had, you ever read books, I'd uh, recommend it, yeah. I think you had mentioned too that he like he kind of knows that Vader is Anakin, but he's, he's got like, a sense. He's like kind of done the math and realizes like it's not going to benefit me at all to like yeah. poke at this, so I'm just going to let it go. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, Vader's a shadowy figure. Yeah, nobody really knows his true identity. Um. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. I mean, the only people that probably know for sure, um, when we start a new hope, Obi Wan, uh, Palpatine, Yoda. That's it. Yeah, that's probably maybe. I don't know about Bale. I don't think Bale. No, Bale. That's a Legends novel, uh, but he has okay. a good idea. Okay, there's a lot of Legends themes that I would just apply to canon as a whole. Like, yeah, Bill probably, you know, anytime he had interacted with Vader by chance, he was probably like, hmm, yeah, Anakin, you know, anyways, um, so that's your lifetime. Should we uh, do a little dark side? Yeah. If you only knew the power of the dark side. All right. Dark side moment of the episode. Um, I'm just going to I think we're both going to be on the yeah. same page here. Uh, Commandant Oresco and Jogan Fruit Guy. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye <laughs> bye. Uh, bye. So nasty. <laughs> hard times. And hard times. Oh, when a man has worked at a job 30 years, 30 years, they give him a watch, kick him in the butt and say, hey, a computer. 
took your place, daddy. That's her time. And then they cut your head off. <laughs> <laughs> the probe droid is taking your job. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You're nasty. Specifically, Darkseid is like watching the reaction of Conchgal and Callus. Yeah. Now, we didn't. We kind of got through this quick. I didn't really fawn over Conchgal, but she is just, God, she is a delight. She's got a good cheek. She got a great cheek. Yeah, brown eye girl. Good and I was hue. thinking, yeah, good hue, good cheek. Um, and you can tell she's uh, callous is callous, and he was shocked by the the death. But like, you can tell, uh, Conch Gal is kind of like, um, I just like the parades. This you know, is, like what the fuck? This is literally like you're a middle manager, <laughs> yeah. and then like the district manager comes in and fires half. And your there's team. two yeah. supervisors come in, and the district manager shoots both of them in the face. Well, I was gonna say fires them, but yeah. <laughs> oh, no, this is like he shoots yeah. them in the face. It's wild. As a middle manager, you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Um. So, um. Also, are we ever gonna meet this governor that's off world? Yeah, I know. Since Governor Governor Price has been at that that the fucking Empire Day celebration for quite a while, he's busy. I think he's dead. <laughs> I think dead. Yeah. You know? Um. Okay. So we're both on page with that dark side moment yep. there. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> hey, your ex. You gotta get it up. Oh, yeah. You gotta get it up. Jeez. Meet me, indeed. Mandy, get it on. Dennis Prager, help me. I'm being, I'm being canceled. Mandy, Gina Carano, are you on the line? Okay. Uh, Dark Horse Hero of the episode. Um, There's a lot of options here. A lot of good options here. Um, Gosh. Who do I want to go with, though? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give some love to Sabine. Hey, um, we've kind of overlooked Sabine in various times in this show thus far. Has she made... is effective. Yeah, like the thing with Sabine's character, um, she's like master assassin. It seems like, but we do, we haven't learned much about her outside of the god awful episode where they're on a, an axis. Yeah, with the uh, with the the I am Legend cats. Yep. or whatever. So I'm going to give it to uh, Sabine. Uh, she, time and time again, is like the most effective fighter on the Ghost Crew and uh, really showed it this time, busted through there, blew up the Rhydonium, really impressive stuff. Um, so. she's, like, she's like one of those employees that is so competent that she's got to feel overlooked just because like the leaders feel like they don't need to give her any guidance whatsoever because she is so good. Yeah. Yeah, Sabine, home run hitter in this episode, did a great job. So I'm going with Sabine Wren. Who do you got? I went with that Lothcat that yeah. attacked the probe droid. Brave Lothcat. Yeah. 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 That's a big boy. He took it down, that's too. That's like the pack leader. Yeah. You know, that's that's your that's your uh, Lion King. Yeah, you know? Lothcats are cool. Yeah, they are cool. I dig. <laughs> I hope we get more. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, okay, so uh, Sabine Wren and Brave Lothcat. Very good. Okay. The Clone Cast presents... Okay, 
Okay, it's your power ranking. So what we do here is Adam and myself, we rank our three favorite characters of the episode. Uh, first place gets three points. Second place gets two. Third place gets one. Uh, the current rankings so far is Hera in a solid commanding lead. 13 points up on second place with 42 points is Hera. 29 points is Ezra. Chopper is in third at 16. We then have Hot Conch Gal at 14. Aqualush Bull, um, who plows Samir's wife <laughs> on the fields of wheat with 12. Kanan has 10. Sabine has 8. Callus has 8. That's all, Adam. Sebo! Hey! Sebo! Has 7. Uh, Lando slash Billy D. Williams has 4. Uh, Old Joe, the bartender, the authorian bartender, has 1. And the space waffle that Zeb was eating in the mess hall has one. Uh, Zeb has negative 15 because he's always trying to get Ezra killed. Are we going to attack Moron for say, for not wanting to leave the big gun, too? Uh, I'm not going to give him any negative for that because that's his own life that he's fucking with, and you do what you want with your own life. All right. Um, so that's where we're at. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to play this for our music this week, though. Let's get a little Ooh. That's good power. <laughs> you know, this might have to, I might, this might be power ranking music. I know I was going for the swag rock, but this listen to that. That's that's power ranking yeah. music. Okay. Um power rankings. Uh first place for me is Chill Penguin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not, I'm not gonna give it to Chill Penguin. No. Uh first place for me this week. I'm gonna give it to Kanan. Kanan, yeah. Yeah, he did the uh I'll give him this too. Now it's yeah. Um, full on, not, I mean, he didn't sacrifice himself, but he gave himself up and let, you know, he saved his friends. So, yeah. for someone that questions himself as a leader, he seems to be a pretty good one. Yeah, so I'm dropping three points on Kanan. Who do you got? I swear to God, I'm not a psycho, but I gave it to Tarkin. All right. He, he was incredible this no, episode. I get, he was a very effective bad guy. Yeah. You like a good bad guy. That's all right. Yeah, when well, they're well-written and they... Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. So, Kanan and Tarkin. Who do you got for number two? I went with Kanan. Yeah. Okay. Kanan. All the same reasons. Okay. Kanan is now flirting with Chopper. He's got 15. Yeah. So, and Kanan being, has retaken fourth place. And Kanan was being sassy with the Inquisitor, too, yeah. which is always fun. So, Kanan took fourth place back for half a second because I'm giving two points to Conchgal. Conchgal <laughs> uh, is... I'm telling you, man. She's like, the wheels are starting to turn. She's like, I don't like this. <laughs> she just wants to have a parade and look great. She's a she's a fancy lady. Uh, she loves fine dining. I'm sure she wants to go and get a, like a nice cut of loft beef, you know, and, and she just wants to have some wine likes, and watch the fireworks. She likes pomp and circumstance. Yes. That's what she's in it for. She's not in it for the fascism. Now, she's like the suburban liberal who has, you know, like... Just kind of turns a blind eye to the ills of the world because, you know, it, but I think she has the right ideas and seeing somebody get killed is going to radicalize her. Yeah. She's like, no. Um, so I'm giving she's it to... Yeah. She's kind of like Trump in that she just thought leadership was going to events and yeah. watching military parades. Basically. Yeah. Um, so I'm giving it to Hot Conch Gals. Uh, so who do you got for your third place? I went with, again... The Lothcat that attacked that probe droid. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to have to name it. So we just call him Brave Lothcat? Brave Lothcat, yeah. But there's going to be probably more Brave Lothcats. Yeah, you all get points, So baby. I'll call him Brave. Now, okay, that's that actually brings up an interesting question here. Um, so if we're giving Brave Lothcat a point, does that mean all Brave Lothcats in the future get a point, or are they all separate? 
Well, if they do something heroic that... Yes, that... but, so they have a point now, let's say Brave Lothcat, a different Brave Lothcat, does something in the next episode. Do we just put it on the Brave Lothcat total, or do we have Brave Lothcat number two? We'll have to look at the patterning of each Lothcat. So you really want to get into the detail if they of are, they... If they are different, they deserve separate points. Okay, okay. All right, that's fair. Uh, where did my fun music go? <laughs> there it is. Okay, so Brave Lothcat gets a point. Um, uh, this is going to be tough. I'm going to give it to Tarkin. Tarkin. Tarkin's yep. my third place. Gets four points. Um, Yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Fine. He was really good this episode. I, I feel bad not giving Hera any points, though. But she's so firmly she's in first. She's plenty. And she was good, get, but she get just more. she was good. She just wasn't in the episode of time. Who's parking out there? Um. So yeah. Okay. So Tarkin has gathered four points. So, um, we have a two-way tie for third place now. So Hera is still in first at forty-two. Ezra twenty-nine. Chopper has now been tied by Hot Conchgal with sixteen. Aqualush Bull. Well, Kanan has moved past Aqualush Bull with fifteen. But Aqualush Bull has 12. We'll give him two for being hilarious. So 14. Uh, Sabine has eight. Kalos has eight. Sebo. Eight. Sebo has seven. Lando slash Billy D four. Space Waffle one. Old Joe one. Brave Lothcat enters the fray with one. And Zeb still sitting steady at a negative 15. Alrighty then. So uh, what do we got else? What else we got here? What else we got here? I mean, what else do we. Oh, that. How could I. We got a couple. What do you mean, Nate? Oh, that's right. My parts are showing. My goodness. Oh, shooter. All right, good hood. On the fields of wheat, Lethal, who was looking at? Um, I'm gonna go with helmeted Tarkin. Hey, <laughs> he took mine. It didn't. Oh, we didn't mention the episode, but he looks ridiculous when he has his military helmet on. He lands and he walks off. He reminded me of Trump in the like flight yes. jacket. Do you remember that? Yeah. When he's standing and he's got the smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so out of place with this helmet on. It's ridiculous. He looks like he's 80 years old, and he's got this yes. like, military garb on. He's frail, Patton. And it's yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a military, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he he looks like a guy. He's like, why are you wearing this? Yeah. You know, he looks ridiculous in it. It's just funny. It's, so It was very funny. It's not looking hot. It's looking funny, yes. and I got I got to recognize how funny it looked to me. Yep, I was like, "Is anybody taking this fucking guy seriously?" Yeah, when he has a grand inquisitor cut somebody's head off, take pretty serious. He has like liver spots on his face. Yeah, I will also say this: shout out to uh, fascism once again for aging people rapidly. Like Tarkin has aged thirty years in ten years. Yeah, the man looks old. He's like Hans Mole Man. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I am thirty. Smoking has ruined my life. I'm 34 years old. Man, Hans Moleman got robbed at the Springfield <laughs> Film Show. Man getting hit by football? Yeah. Easily the best film. <laughs> Easily. Homer's reaction. Are they saying boo or boo earns? <laughs> yeah, Tarkin, you know, if he wouldn't have blown up on the Star Trek, he would have resembled Mr. Burns. Yeah. 
Like, give him, like, four more years. It is, like, I feel like Peter Cushing's age in A New Hope, uh, like, aided in the CGI version of Tarkin in Rogue One. Because he, like, already looks ridiculous. Like, he looks very gaunt and aged, so he already looks kind of computer animated. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tarkin, just good hood all over the place. Um, anybody else say you were thinking of? Uh, the only other thing that came close was those police vehicles. Oh, those were They're good. They're a fun design. Yeah. Yeah, I do like those. Did, yeah. Did that ever get released as a Lego set? Yes, it did. Oh. It's a really good looking one, too. If you look up, like, Coruscant Police ship i think how many that's got to be expensive oh, right i think it is yeah more I'll clone wars simply okay so that's your good hood now we forgot to get to it last week and even though we teased it last week but luckily gold travis showed up again so let's do this okay who are you so this is where we guess the name of a voice actor who we believe that we will know. Um, now, Adam normally would do this, and I'd be the one guessing, so getting some hints and clues and trying to figure out who the voice actor is. But this time around, Adam didn't see who the voice actor was, but I did. And I think it was actually fitting that I found this one. Okay. Uh, because it's more of a Tom okay than it is an Adam pull. Um, so I believe you guessed Will Sasso the first time around for... <laughs> I said he was famous for... I had it written down last week, and now I don't have it anymore because we were going to do it last week. Yeah, and yeah. Now I don't have it. But um, yeah, so you had a few guesses. You didn't get close. Um, I believe it was you asked if they were famous for Star Wars. I said no. Uh, you asked if they were famous for voice or live action work. I told you live action, and then you guessed Will Sasso. So the voice of Gal Travis. Um, it were is they, not Will Sasso. Were they in Seinfeld at all? No. Uh, were they in Star Trek at yes. all? I'm already out of my element. I'll guess you. I'll tell you this. There is in this room. I have this person's autograph. Is it Riker? No, the it's guy not. that plays Riker is not Jonathan Frakes. Is it uh, Will Wheaton? Wheaton. <laughs> no. <laughs> they should get Will Wheaton on this show, though. Are they in Next Generation? Oh yes. Is it Data? Data. <laughs> <laughs> It is Brent Spiner up there the Picard. <laughs> I have the picture of the Picard show. Then I think it's a it's not a real autograph, but you know it's got Patrick Stewart and Brent Spiner in there. Yes, Data, so, Data. Well, I guess we could go see Data, Jordy. Yes, Data. We will go see Data. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, Data, Brent Spiner. That's awesome. Yeah, so Brent Spiner, Data is in is in a Star War. Hey. So that's very I love exciting. when there's crossover. Yeah, there is. That's it. That feels like a Filoni pull. I bet you Filoni was a big next generation. Oh, guy. I bet. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the shuttle. Oh, okay. Uh, what's what year did that come out? I don't know. Um, yeah. So Brent Spiner. Um, that's a cool pull though. Brent Spiner is very talented guy. Oh, I forgot to pull it. That's the song I wanted to use when we revealed him. He sings a version of Blue Skies that is a <laughs> masterpiece. Blue skies. Smiling at me. Did you watch Picard when it came out? Yeah. Is it any good? I heard really it's, bad things. It's aesthetically very different than what we're used to. So I found I did enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, but it's going to be jarring for a lot of people who are used to a syndicated late 80s, early 90s show. Okay. 
I like it. I haven't seen season two yet, and that's on the list because it did come out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I saw did they they just released like poster art for season three? I really? Think? Okay. And they have an aged dwarf on there. Aged dwarf. Yeah. All right. Michael Dorn is back. Yeah. You can suck my ridges. <laughs> <laughs> as well as uh 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 visor guy. Jordy. Jordy. He yes. has the visor on? No. Okay. He has the All visor right. off in the poster, and he's got the milky blind eyes. Yeah. No, he's got two little things that allow him to see out of his original eyes now. Uh, that came through in the movies. Um, I, You know, yeah, I mean, it was fun. And, like, for me, it was very nostalgic. Like, he shows up at Riker and Deanna Troy's house. Um, it, it's it's good. I enjoy it. it. You just have to except that it's not the next generation and they're not trying to be the next How generation. How many seasons of next generation are there? Seven. Okay. Seven glorious seasons. Five of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> the first two are pretty hit or miss. And Deep Space Nine. Give me a Deep Space Nine movie. That's what I really want. Uh, anyways, that's neither here nor there. We're talking about Star Wars. So, uh, we got the good hood. We got the Palpatine. Who are you? Uh, I think that's everything. We got a stew going. Now, we did take the edibles. Yeah. Uh, feeling break. anything yet? Not really. Maybe no, just yeah. a little bit. My mouth feels a little mushy. Yeah. They yeah. are only five milligrams, so this is the first experiment. We'll see it, how it affects us, and then we can fine-tune from there. What if there's just no THC in it, and we just ate, like, a fucking Farley's gummy fruit? <laughs> All of a sudden, my neck just gets slightly looser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. There's still plenty of meat on that bone. You take this home, throw it in a pot, add some broth, a potato. You got a stew going. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Now, what I used to do is when we did the old Clone Wars show back in the day, I would predict the tagline. I predict the next episode based on what the next tagline was. We don't have taglines in Rebels, so I'm just predicting things based off the episode name. So what's the episode name? Episode, (laughs) the next episode's name is Rebel Resolve. Or as Tarkin would say, it, rebel resolve. I like the I like how he rolls the R's. Yes, he he's proud of his Spanish heritage. Um, <laughs> rebel resolve, rebel resolve. Oh, this is gonna be a banger. Yeah, it's gonna be a banger. I think bold prediction, bold prediction. Now, Kanan needs to be saved. He is in the Imperial clutches. It's going to be very tough to retrieve him. It's almost like you could use the help of a special agent. A fulcrum. Oh. I'm predicting fulcrum debut. Ahsoka Tano shows up in the next episode. That's my prediction. Fingers crossed. It's got to happen sooner or later. Yeah. Why not now? It would be great. There's no better time than now. Right now. I was going to play that song. The, the Van Halen right now. Because yeah. this episode had that vibe. <laughs> so many hard times. Um, okay, so Rebel Resolve Season 1, Episode 14 will be the release, right? Yep. Okay. Rebel Resolve. We look forward to that. So like I said, we did take the gummies. And we're waiting for these things to kick in, and then we can record Part 1 of the Crystal Crisis arc. Um, so this is the experimental run-through. Uh, we took the one gummy. Now, you might be saying, for you more seasoned vets out there, like 5 milligram edible? What's wrong with you guys? That's nothing. We don't do this! You know? Yeah. It doesn't do, you know, this is not something I do regularly. So uh, five milligrams to me is like 20 to you or 25 or 30. Yeah. Also, if you take too much, you get catatonic. Yeah. And also there would be two things. I would either be catatonic and wouldn't say anything or I would run outside and scream and they would have to take (laughs) me to the hospital. 
And so it's like, uh, to be present, I have to be in a good spot. So yeah. we or start low with a five. If that doesn't hit, then we'll try some more next week. We'll keep we'll up it until it gets to that sweet spot. Maybe this is a sweet spot. It just says we just ate it like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. So I, I think it takes like a half an hour normally. Something like that. Yeah. So we'll probably feel something here soon. Um, okay. So, Adam, where can listeners reach us? You can always send us an email. We are at phonecastpod at gmail.com. Reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at ClonecastPod. Uh, thank you all for your support, for listening, subscribing, reaching out to us. If you want to join the Discord, you can reach out to any of those outlets and we will send you a link. So we will talk to you in just a few minutes here for the first part of Crystal Crisis. Yes. So until then, may the bolt brain be with you. Frazier. Here's the tragedy of Crispin's day. Okay. So, <laughs> getting ready to hit play. We're about to hit play. Now, the first episode is called Death on Utapa. <laughs> yeah. Utapa. Uh, what a, a very underserved planet. I love that planet. Right yeah, they got the holes in the ground. Yeah. Holes. There's a hole there. <laughs> you, got a, you got a hole there, too. <laughs> no, but uh, what I was going to say, Grand Inquisitor, Utapawan. Powan. Is it Powan? I think so, yeah. See, I prefer to just go Utapawan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be like a fun song, you know? Um, so we are going to hit play on Death of Utapau. I, <laughs> now, the thing is, this isn't like official files, so it's like... We could do the three, two, one hit play. I think we'll do it because it yeah. probably makes more sense. But it might not line up. Because, you know, I'm sure if anybody's watching along with us. Also, just for a frame of reference, we, what was it, 20 minutes ago? Yeah, about 30 minutes 30 ago? 30 minutes ago. We, I feel in a little bit, not a ton. Yeah. I'm, I, feel, I feel good. Vaguely floaty. but Yeah, vaguely floaty. So, like I said, this is the trial run. We got three yeah. more of these after this. So, uh, we'll hopefully get our sweet spot with the weed. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be, like truly zoning in on this but yeah um so now adam how much do you know about this the crystal crisis yeah so this took place right after ahsoka left yes i know barely anything i've know that it is revered by clone wars fans yeah um, i think depressed kenobi was the first person and eliza mentioned it yeah. to me i think i have only seen if depressed kenobi's listen i miss you come back I've only seen there's one one clip where Anakin and Obi Wan are talking about Ahsoka leaving like around a campfire. That's yeah. the only thing that I've seen. Yep. So audio wise, if I mean the file I have, I kind of click through like it has the opening announcer, just like all the Clone Wars had all that jazz. Yeah. Maybe I'll put a bed of this under it so we're actually talking over it too. Yeah. I could take the audio file and put a bed under it. So no, I just we... click play when we do it. I think that's close enough. I'll put a very low volume. Maybe. Uh, who cares? I don't know. This is the first time. Yeah. We've never done anything like this. All right. So uh, I'm going to do a three, two, one, and then we're going to hit play. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So, uh, yata. All right. Three, two, one, play. Whoa. Yeah. No pause on this time around. It's the Clone Wars theme. I missed that song. Okay. One crime has to be concealed by another. There's a hole. There's a hole there. Where are those holes. <laughs> <laughs> they got pterodactyls and holes. 
Do you think we're going to get to see another one of those screaming lizards that Obi-Wan was riding? What? <laughs> oh, look at those guys! Lizard men! Hey, is that the solar sailor? Oh, damn. No, the Jedi shuttle. I thought it was the solar sailor for half a second. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the planet said temp on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're flying. Okay, so do you think this is the same hole Kenobi goes into? No, it's, do you know how many holes there are there? I know, but maybe it's like the main hole. What if Obi-Wan's lizard greets him? Yeah. <laughs> Hello, we'll meet again. Double gawk. <laughs> I see they've reverted to season one animation. It's the same walking yeah. style. Master Kenobi. Okay, so it's not the same guy. It's a gal. We came as soon as we received your message. They don't look like Powans. She's covering up the... Yeah! No, this is more of a Grand Inquisitor look. Yeah. It's like a flatter head, you know, a little lower. Maybe that's what they were going for. Oh, there was a... Uh, I, she just dropped a major plot point I didn't even hear. I'm afraid that's a mystery to us as well. Perhaps we can see the body. Okay, someone died. Yes. We got that. Oh, and they're there to investigate the murder? I don't know. That's my guess. She's not moving. <laughs> that's the best. Just <laughs> floating. Look, hey, look at the little kids. Oh, those are Alinas. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're in the mortuary. The city morgue here. Ooh, the pod. <laughs> they got pods in those holes. Good pod. Is that a Jedi? <laughs> oh my god. Accidentally let my microphone. You know who that is? Oh, That's the same character model for the, the gal in the village. What? The village. <laughs> Remember she had the eyes? Yeah, what was yeah, her yeah. name? Okay, so they got some scribbles on her elbow. <laughs> <laughs> she fell off of her big wheel. That's the same character. Mother. She has the unfortunate eyes. Yeah, Remember? Yeah, yeah. Hey. Name drop. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dirty knees. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta clean those knees. <laughs> Why can't I remember that gal's name? Poor gal. The one whose village got burned to the ground? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 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 I felt really bad for her, remember? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, like, emotionally... She had, like, an antelope. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like her, her like, nose was going to eat her <laughs> eyes. Like, it was slowly sucking her yeah, eyes yeah. into the bridge. <laughs> she fell from one of those pterodactyls. <laughs> yeah. It's just an accident. Good point. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> he's he's proposing. Oh, okay, no, never mind. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> here, we'll put the body here. 
this is the greatest episode ever. <laughs> ten out of ten already. He's had those same fucking you know what's binoculars. Great about this? this is exactly what like Beast Wars looked like. Yes! Like, Ten years yes! before this. I was just going to say, yeah. a video game comes out with these graphics when we were in eighth grade. We're blown away. Yeah. Wait a second. I thought that was somebody doing Morse hole. code. What? what? There's got to be easier ways to kill people. Yeah, you would think that just pushing her off of that ledge <laughs> and making it look like an accident would be more effective than an electromagnetic dart. These plans get more and more What convoluted. the fuck? Yes! Why is Zawato there? <laughs> Trend, uh, what are they? Uh, Zoidarian, Tar Toidarians. Yeah, the Targaryen family. Uh, what? Oh, that's... Okay, so Toydarian uh, character model, before it's polished up, it literally looks like an uncut dick on their nose. <laughs> yeah. That was disgusting. <laughs> oh, grape juice. Ew. How did you step in that? That could be like the poison or whatever. It's a symbiote suit. <laughs> you there. Uh, me? Uh. Who was in this room when the Jedi was killed? I told you, I know nothing about any meat. Who is this guy? It is a hell of a nose. <laughs> it's a, literally a dick. Oh boy. Anakin was really quick to anger there. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I don't think that guy deserved that. Well, Anakin said he doesn't like Targaryens because it was the, oh. the last one he knew owned him. We've also seen him trying to save the Targaryen king, though. That is true. What kind of droid? Be a Magnagon. <clears throat> hundreds of droids with red eyes. But there aren't many droids who can kill Jedi. I think they're underestimating droids a bit, don't you? Yeah, I've seen R2 and yeah, Chopper. Look at that! Look at that! Did you see that? <laughs> Did you see him? No, there was a medical droid that was literally walking. The coolest walk I've ever seen. <laughs> I want to pause it. <laughs> oh my we god! Can't. I know. I'll go back. Well, I could have told you that. From the skin of the Amani. Amani. Dude, they're there. They got the sprite dealers there. Yeah. Pigman! Pigman! See him? Yeah. Why can't all backgrounds have this much diversity in them? They're pulling from all episodes. Watch that Medroid. See if he starts walking. It's so good. 
going on here, but any collaboration between Grievous and the Armani is an unsettling one for this planet or any other. I don't disagree with you, but before you proceed any further, the governor would like to see you in his office once. I wonder if it's that guy. What does the governor want with us? I believe he wants your vote. Damn it. Great if they got Jesse Ventura to voice the guy, wouldn't it? Just floating in. Here we go. That's a hell of a view. He's got a pterodactyl right out his window. The death of the Jedi has upset the people here on Zapal. It does look like the same guy from Revenge of the Sith. It's disturbed us as well, you know. I'm sure you. I'm sensitive to your desire to find answers, but my responsibilities are to my constituents. The presence of two Jedi poking around, strong-arming citizens. We didn't strong-arm anyone. Anakin. Well, <laughs> I think you did. Governor, the latest development in this case has made it even more imperative we stay. Oh, really? And what development is that? The possible involvement of the Separatists. There's no Separatist presence on Utapau. Not at the moment. We have evidence that General Grievous may be involved with whatever is going on here. And what would he be doing here? That's what we're here trying to find out. Utapau has long been a target of the Separatists. Dooku and Grievous have been able to make inroads with <laughs> Even in Revenge of the Sith, he's like, there are no Separatists here on Utapau. And then he takes two steps forward and goes to Obi-Wan. They're all over the fucking place. <laughs> Thousands of them. <laughs> Damn. And take the deceased Jedi with you. That will be all. She has a name. So that guy's in on it, right? Gotta be. Oh, we got some pterodactyl going back to the action? morgue. How did they not make this episode? Those are, this like would have been great. Yeah, this would be incredible. Don't worry, they had to make the Martez sister arc. <laughs> Where does he get off ordering us around? Yeah. He clearly doesn't. Just remember, Anakin, there's still guests on his planet. This seems like a no-brainer. Why wouldn't they just finish this and release it on Disney Plus? Why do you think Master R was investigating the Amon? We can start a hashtag for that. Yes, which is why we're going to the lower levels to try and contact the local Armanis and see what they know. Still doesn't explain the governor's reluctance to help us. Maybe he knows something we don't. Something or someone. The bottom of all these holes look like a fancy spa. Oh. I didn't know there was villages down there. Oh, these guys! Those are the Amani. They look like... They, no, they... Be careful, Anakin. They're like... They're like cobra snakes with legs. Got it. But they, there's one in uh, Jabba's palace in, her, in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. These character models, though, they look like the what's-the-fucks. Um, but Charles's. 
You know what I'm talking about? No. The bachas. Bachas. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, they roll up in balls. Did you see that? No, I missed it. <laughs> they travel just like the Lerman. Look at how little their legs are. Mobo Bobo. Mobo Bobo, you fucking listening asshole. This pelican just said. Did he tell you where? Where did he tell you? Look at that jump. Damn, they got a nice bridge there. Where was that? Where was this village when Obi Wan needed to escape? God, you are right. This is literally the Beast Wars animation. Yes. This is where Beast Wars said, all yeah. right, call it a day. <laughs> and it was still fucking awesome. Yeah. It was actually revolutionary at the time. But the only difference. Wow. Oh, my God. They're jumping. That's one. Two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> it's this guy. It's Zeb. Nice jump. I guess Beast Wars did allow like the appendages and yeah. mouths to move, but that's but other than that, it's literally yeah. Beast Wars. You think that thing's got any fur, or do you think it's pure lizard? It's tough to tell with the animation. It's got to be scaly. Yeah, I kind of hoping they put some fur on him. Oh, Magna Guards. What's our next move? Does it confirm Grievous? What if Grievous sees Anakin in oh this boy. and that's why they'll never publish it? That thing's face looks like Majora's Mask. He's, seems like he's just saying hi. I uh, see he's using the throw a temper tantrum technique. <laughs> Just pound your hands on the ground. God, Kenobi is great with animals. He, he's also Dr. Doolittle. Bye-bye! <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I didn't see that coming. It's... Nice. I feel like this is going to be a chase now. Doesn't this feel like a video game where it's going to be a chase down a hall? Yeah. <laughs> Those levels were always either great or sucked. Yeah. There's very little between. This is where you got to press down and duck under something. Yep. and. Yep, now he dodged the stalagmite and tights. Oh, 
There's more of them. pissed. You now. killed my father. <laughs> Again, this chase would have been really fucking cool to see animated. Good. They're going to the surface. Why is that good? But I guess there's less places to lose them there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay, that was a bad jump. He's always the gentleman. <laughs> Even for just like a rendering, this is pretty good. Uh oh. I think he's running. Anakin, we need them still functioning. We only need one. Make it yours. Jesus, Anakin, you suck, man. <laughs> you do the hard part of actually subduing one. I'll just chop this one in half. Man, I hate Anakin. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Oh, so you're actually going to go with that. Okay. I thought you were the fucking chosen That's one. That's the fucking point, though. You need the... Oh, he's so dumb. He's so dumb. Like, he can't even just... Oh, what? Fuck! Go! <laughs> I hate him. He's the fucking worst. You have... Two shots, and you just threw one away after you took off one of its arms. Damn. They were rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi rules. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Anakin, we need to question him. So question him. I dismantle. Calm down! God, I hate him! <laughs> Are they gonna handcuff the droid? Oh. Well, you could have used that other one, huh, Anakin? <laughs> that was a hell of an explosion. No known Sugi presence on Utapau, is there? Oh boy. Sugis. An arms dealer? Can you tell me about the Sugi on this planet? Utapau is a bit of a melting pot. She's saying that like it's a horrible thing. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and arms dealers. There are a few. Well, Inspector, it seems that these few are using your planet to make a major weapons deal with the Separatists. And a Jedi was killed investigating. 
Look at the guys who are on a date with just like a, a purple diamond. <laughs> it's just it's just a purple diamond. So where did you go to college? <laughs> That purple diamond. Uh, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when the holograms activate. What the fuck is this? Oh, it's the poor. They're burying the Jedi in Utapau. Not gonna bother bringing her back to Coruscant. Holy shit! Those flames are so fucking Super Nintendo, yeah. dude. That's unreal. Master Yoda said, "Return home at once." On the contrary, he told me not to let Master Alden's death go in vain. Revenge right up his alley, huh? Uh. <laughs> uh. So this is the Utapon Gothic painting. <laughs> yeah, All right. Hey, hey, hey. I think I figured most of it out. What's your uh, opinion so far? That guy is obviously no good, the governor. Yeah. That guy is not. Obvious. Yeah, that guy is not up to no good. He's going to be a bad guy. He's probably... I bet you we see Dooku. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like Dooku shenanigans. Do you think we'll see the solar sailor? Uh, yeah. I think so. If we see the guy... Okay. Ah, it just kills me that they didn't finish this. And they spent their time on other garbage. Yeah, this would be good. Yeah. I don't know. I hope we see Dooku instead of Grievous. I'd be cooler with that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's death on Utapau. How do you feel in high wise? I feel pretty normal. Yeah, I got a I got a little body high going. Yeah, I think we'll probably have to up the dose next time. Yeah, we're gonna have to take two. That'll put that'll do me good. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take one and a half. Okay, we'll like, go up. Yeah, yeah. I did get the giggles a little bit. <laughs> yes, there was some funny stuff. Yeah. Oh, hold on, really quick. We're gonna rewind to that Metroid. <laughs> You got to see this Medroid, dude. He's so cool. Okay, I think it's in here, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, see him there? Yep. All right, watch for him. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, if we're time stamping this, I mean, this may not match up depending on how we're going to start here at 740. Here we go. Wait, no, no. We're going to go back a little more. 736. Here we go. Hit and play now. Look at him go. <laughs> One more time. That was great. One more time. One more time. All right. Uh, we're at 737. Now. Over there before she dies. Now <laughs> <laughs> this guy rules. <laughs> All star of the episode. 100%. All right. Uh, all right. That'll be it. So we'll do part two. Uh, next it looks like episode. that droid was trying to sneak through very quietly <laughs> in a room of 50 people. I kind of saw it as like a guy who was unknowingly walking to a place he was not welcome. It's like if we were going to go into the Delta Lounge at the airport. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Pig man. Okay. All right, so thank you, Clone Casanovas. Reach out to us at clonecastpod at gmail.com. Leave a five-star review. Uh, force your family to leave a five-star review. Force your family to hit play even if they don't want the volume on. All that good stuff. 
Uh, any fun thoughts out? No. We, we love you all. <laughs>